Hey everybody, welcome to episode 110 of Video Game Apocalypse. It's our 110th anniversary! Yay! Am I waving my arms like Kermit the Frog? But wait, next week is 111, which means everybody has to make a wish. Exactly. I won't be around, but y'all, no, y'all gotta make a wish. three ones. Yeah. Yeah, you will. You'll That'll be, be a hell of a I'll landmark. be dead. Oh, we gotta introduce our guest. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. we'll get to that. I'm your host, Michael Raparas. With me in the kin- oh. kitchen studio are, of course... <laughs> Chris Santista, yay! No one... And... Jennifer Juniper. Still sticking with the pseudonym. Yeah. That's awesome. And joining us, I believe for the first time ever, <clears throat> it Woo! is our dangerously talented longtime associate... Kermit the Frog. Hello. Yay! Yay! I was waving my arms just like you. I know. I was kind of hoping you would introduce yourself as Danger Fucking Russ. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a hi, it's Dan Amrick. Nice nice to finally be here. Nice to finally have you on. This is. Because I know, a long I know I got ambition. called out a couple of episodes ago for like, well, there's an open invitation and then Dan being a little baby about it. And he says you didn't ask him specifically to show up. And I'm like, but I just, I didn't want to. I'm, I'm sorry. I was, I was listening I just didn't to that. I was just an open invitation. Yeah, I, I thought it was I like, was can listening you make it this Tuesday? I said, no. You're like, okay. And then I never heard did it. Did we do that like, on air? Right. Right. Oh. No, I, I said, <laughs> I did say. Kind of, I'm, I'm on Bard. I'm listening to it. I'm like, son of a bitch. That's really I, I did I sent you like a Twitter message saying, I just want, you have an open invitation. Like, any, oh. any Tuesday you're free. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I'll make myself free on an upcoming Tuesday. <laughs> it's, it's it's nice of you to do that instead of saying, fuck you guys for talking about me this No, way. not at all. I was like, oh, God, they remember who I am. Yeah, because I was I was like, this sounds really mean. Like, no, it was funny, but I was I mean, like, full on streaming like, well, he was like, you know, Anne's doing all the gossip. Thing. Well, I told him, and he said it's not enough for me to invite him. He says, you have to invite mm-hmm. him. I'm like, I said nothing of the sort. And suddenly it's like this high school, like, well, I left a note in Anne's locker that said if my Michael likes me. You should tell him to tell you know, him. You know. Technically, you do leave notes on my desk sometimes. I do. I did. <laughs> when I I'm like, not there. And hi, you you're not to here. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I only go into your building like once a week, and it's yeah. to drop off prizes that are getting yeah. shipped out to people from our live stream. Oh, you know? yeah. a, my problem is I'm one of those people who thinks that like anytime I contact somebody, I'm really annoying them. So oh, no. Yes. I, I always well, that's, I'm shy about I it. I think I... Well, that's because I, I got... You're stepping on my fucking Amrick exclusive, uh-huh. which we reco- which was recorded how long ago? Uh, that's none of your business. And like, you've been sitting on it for how long? But like fucking me in the ass, it's in the can. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> I like that you guys are pretending like I'm a commodity. It's like, in the can. You are. You <laughs> absolutely are. I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm trying to do a little bit of a segue. Uh, because Dan will be on next week's uh-huh. Laser Time. You're basically I didn't, I didn't know that I was hosting. No, but uh, like not. I not, came, I came prepared you came for prepared. your show, and I which and is more than anyone else ever does. Basically makes you the host. But I was nervous. <laughs> I was like, well, I, I like because I listen to you guys, and and I'm like, well, everybody knows everything on Laser Time, so I need to show that I know everything about my thing that I'm being called on to talk about. And apparently I over-prepared and, and wound no, up did. just like, hey, everybody, it's my show tonight, and oh, here's what we're going to do. It is well, I never know anything. It's musical. So. It's one of my favorite episodes ever. So since Michael shit on my exclusive, mm-hmm. what I what Are I going to shit on my exclusive? No, what? no, I had to do it one better. I was, uh, I was, uh... Oh, you're going to exclusive on my shit. I hold on, it. hold on. Don't, don't robot semantic me yet. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Where's so this robot time. thing come from? I don't know. It's just like I get one word. What does that mean? I couldn't discern the entire sentence. There was an A in the wrong place. <laughs> it's it's, an, it's Amazon an historic. Echo? I'm and just, historic. No. And historic. <laughs> I'm prodding <laughs> you. <laughs> no, it, so in terms of old school guests, uh, I w- where was I this week? 
Uh, Puerto Rico. Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. Spending oh. all that sweet, sweet commentary no! money. No! <laughs> I can't, no, I can't. I'm sorry. No, that, that didn't happen. I said that was what I was afraid of when I get back, and there's like 1,800 people like, where are my commentaries? And like, I was swimming in Puerto Rico. They think I ran off with their... They think I lied land lead them. Uh, and mm. rail means rail. That's and, right. And this... Uh, no, it, the girlfriend paid for everything. Thank God for uh, the emasculation of Silicon Valley. Ooh, but anyway, but, but um, I was at the wedding of whom? Shane Patterson. Payne yeah. Chatterson. Uh, so first of all, can anybody guess the song they chose to introduce him? Uh, he chose with his betrothed to introduce themselves to the world during the reception. It Takes Two by it, Rod Bass and... Way better. And oh. you're going to love it just because it was like all this nice music. Ladies and gentlemen, mother, mother of the bride. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Father and mother of Shane, and then Shane's parents, and then like, and ladies and gentlemen, newly betrothed, uh, Shane, and I'm gonna withhold her name just because I feel like sure I didn't ask permission first, and then boom, loud as fuck in Puerto Rico with mostly Spanish-speaking people, the Mortal Kombat theme kicks in, <laughs> and, and Shane and his wife run in the run in the room, and it's like Kano, and they both start like they both just start like fighting on the on the dance floor. It was so great. Is that um, their first dance? Yeah. Uh, so technically, I wish we could play no something context. like that. Um, ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, that's, uh, and I was like, and I'm like, I'm at the table, like free, like I'm a flipper baby, like, and I'm hitting all these people who don't recognize the song. Right, like <laughs> they're funny, they're so cute together. What the hell am I so listening cool. to? Yeah. This is like the the biggest. Did they make this song themselves? Oh. Mortal Kombat. Oh, this, this is the biggest case for marriage yeah. in the new millennium. They're, like. They're, I, did, I bet they didn't play gay bar at that wedding like I did at mine. <laughs> they did not. I did. I did the lamest adult thing I've ever done. We ate, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to dance. I'm like, I'm gonna go take a nap. <laughs> my wow. girlfriend was like, me too. And we slept through like most of the wedding. <laughs> came down. Came Jesus, down. We were. Jesus, man. It was bad. It was bad. Uh, but um, what I also did, and let me know if you want to hear it. I took Shane. Shane has been listening to the show like I. I, I didn't even know until recently. Like Dan and Shane listened to the, st- the shows we make. Yeah, oh, and every hi. once in a while, I miss you exactly. guys because I'm like, I'm like Dan. Shane will send me he, these curt messages over Twitter and Facebook. You're fucking wrong about this, and I'm like. Here we are in a room. Correct me on everything you've ever heard. And I, I wish gotta... Shane would correct me on things. <laughs> I don't know if he listens to the video game show. No, probably too, not. Too pricey, I think he says. Too pricey. The, well, the video games. It's hard oh, for him to keep up with yeah, the video right, games. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, he once got mad at me for saying that video games are as legitimate a medium as film. So. <gasps> how dare you? Exactly. That's funny because all their LA film friends could talk about is how man we're not doing shit next to video games. They're coming up on us quick. I'm like, they are, ah! they are not. They're actually that's still. True. They're actually still making movies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, that's not entirely fair. Well, I, I think they were they were they were talking about the convergence. I'm like, yes, the technologies will become slightly intertwined, but you're still going to make more movies than games. That's yeah. not going to happen. It's going to be the way it is. But I have an exclusive interview with Shane Patterson. Oh, good. About certain things. Uh, let me know if you want to hear it, and I'll attach it to the Dan Ambrick episode and beat Michael Raporez at his own game! Shane, I need you on the phone no! immediately. <laughs> we got to beat Chris to this. No! Shane, well, call wait, me. But technically... Shane, we'll do our own podcast. You yeah. and me, buddy. <laughs> so unhappy! Wait, do one with Ann, too. Let's all beat Chris to the point. Yeah! Right? Yes! I'm lemon <laughs> grabbing too much. That was really good. I'm lemon grabbing too much. <laughs> <laughs> But that's uh, Justin Roiland wouldn't do it for us. I have to be the new his lemon. His throat grab. was hurting. No, oh, he said he can't. He can't hurt his throat because he it can't always do it hurts his throat. That's why would you create a character voice that always fucks up your throat? Because did you? 
That, that's like his trademark. His, like the burping thing. Mm-hmm. He was talking about like, yeah, I got to the point where he was doing it so much he's, he almost threw up well, as, <laughs> as Rick. Hanging out with him for those few days, I wanted to ask him like, the main reason he seems to do things is so an adult will tell him to stop. Should we say <laughs> that this inc- is Justin Roiland, voice Royland. of Lemon Grab and Rick and Morty? Yeah, is, he's waiting for an adult to tell him to stop, and I think sooner or later he has to realize that an adult isn't going to be there to say, no, this mm-hmm. is a hit show, keep going, buddy. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep, only you can tell you to stop. Never yep. stop. Um, yes. Hi. When did you get into the show? That was yeah. the longest preamble. Yeah, well, we've been Shit, very yeah. mouthy, which yeah. is I'm, I've been a mouthy dame. Yeah, which is it's a it's a great lead into our top five this week, which is mouthiest mascots <laughs> and corny alliteration. There there was like a trend in the early to mid '90s, back before running commentary from video game characters became a standard mm-hmm. thing. Where you'd have to have mascots with attitude. You don't mean YouTubers, by the way. Yeah, Those yeah. No, I mean, characters. I mean like characters who just comment on their situation, mm-hmm. whatever. But before that became standard, you had Sonic the Hedgehog, and then you had a bunch of characters that were basically ripoffs of Sonic the Hedgehog. Awesome possum. What did you have to do to differentiate them from Sonic? Well, Sonic in the old days did the not R-word. talk. <laughs> I I don't even want to know which one you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> So let's let's make these characters even edgier than Sonic by giving them a bunch of just random one-liners that they can spout constantly. They're sassy because we've got Redbook Audio. We've moved to uh-huh. CDs, yeah. so we've got all this room for audio. Why don't we use all of the disc for something funny that will repeat 500 times and cease being funny after the yep. third time you hear yep. it? I, I wish I was around to look at people who had made these games and like, so... All the focus groupings said this would endear people to the character? It seemed like a good idea at the time. It, I'm not even sure that focus groups existed. I, they probably did. Well, the focus sure groups are people who mailed a letter after purchasing. Like, three people liked it. I'm sure for a while it was all very novel. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, that's totally. It. It's like, oh man, there's talking in this. <clears throat> this is funny. No, I mean, <laughs> just the presence of talking would get me and my friends excited when it came to console games. Sure. For, for sure. And nowhere was talking more novel than in... Number five. Any guesses? What the hell was that? Take that, you techno freak! Take that, you techno freak! Uh huh. Give me, give me another. Hey, that, you okay. techno freak! Okay, here's an obvious one. Oh, okay. It's not Toe Jam and Earl. No, but it's no, very genesis it, Stop polluting. You'll pollute no more. I remember this from our uh, an old T-Dar, the environmentalist episode. Uh-huh. This is Awesome Possum. Is it Awesome Possum? Awesome Possum kicks Dr. the I'm awesome. I'm awesome. And you already referenced it on the show. I didn't mean to. Sorry. See, Dan was giving a shit downstairs. I would not have known that one. We talk about how old we are. What age is it when you hit, like... Did I really live through a giant parody of everything? Yeah, like, yeah, basically. <laughs> I thought this was just entertainment, and, I re- and now it just seems like a South Park joke. I mm-hmm. just collected comic book parodies. <laughs> Not you did? Game. Yeah, I, I have a whole stack of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ripoff comics. Oh, and Radioactive Man? I, I've got, like, the Kung Fu killer kangaroo kids or whatever it is. Oh, right, the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that yeah. whole wave of that rip-offs. That weird, yeah, I just oh, collected okay. everyone Samurai I could. Samurai Penguin, yeah. geriatric gangrene jiu-jitsu gerbils. Yeah, I have that one. Definitely. Oh, wow. That's a well, thing? That was no, a thing. Not, Say it one more time. Not that title. There is one with gerbils in it. There was, uh, you may be thinking of geriatric. adolescent radioactive black-belled hamsters. No. That one I've heard of. Yeah. I do have that one, but no. Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters of Beverly Hills? 
No. Got some good ones. Power Rangers. Well, you can't really no. dismiss Awesome Possum as a parody because, as he himself is is eager to point out, I'm so cool. Oh no, he's I'm so cool. he's so cool. <laughs> I mean, I can barely. It? Hey, kids. Do you fucking believe it? I can barely hear him. Like it, it's <laughs> yeah. it's so low. He's five. he's kind of drowned out. But th- this was interesting in that unlike the other games on this list, it actually let you in the in the options go in and toggle how much talking there was. There what? was no talking, small talk, and it went all the way up to like chatty was I think the next one, and then motor mouth was really? the default setting. During which he would just talk constantly. We should never stop streaming this. We never should. <laughs> because you know what? No. I won! I'm hard. He won, of course. Ugh. <laughs> it's oh, it's kind get... of a terrible game, too, if you go back <laughs> it and play is. it. Like, it can't make up its mind whether it wants to be a, a really dreary-looking Sonic clone. This game doesn't know what it wants to be. Or just, it's, it's one of those <laughs> things, like... There seems it's to a be, mixed bag. In doing this show, I've, I've sort of rediscovered a genre that I forgot existed <laughs> on the Genesis, which is dull-looking, slow-paced platformers that they they take place in like a big open area where you just kind of have to wander around and collect enough of a thing to open up the exit, which you need to find. <laughs> like it's they're, they're these purgatory. Yeah, they're these non-linear <laughs> levels that are. That's it's terrible. it's all the worst aspects of non-linear play. That's terrible on a side scroller. Yeah, and they seem to be really popular on the Genesis. Like Decap Attack was one of those. Well, oh, yeah. the Genesis was big for having zero quality assurance. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you're right. sorry if you're a fan of that system. <laughs> But, you know, whatever. But, you're, uh, you're 40 not listening. Yeah. But let's talk a little bit more about Awesome Possum. What, what yeah. were his character uh, That's a good point. He was, he was, was a Genesis guy. <laughs> like, he's I, like, you're 40 and not listening. I'm looking at him like, I'm 44 and I, and I loved my Genesis. You're uh, a bastard. I forgot that you, you skipped the NES, didn't you? I did. You uh, well, I mean, I came back around to it. Yeah. And now, you know, it's wonderful. But, yeah, I, I went from Atari actually, 2600 I, to Sega I Genesis. I want to say the thing you, you put on Facebook this week, that you are actually in the Atari Game Over documentary that's on Netflix right yeah. now. Uh, there's a still picture of me. And your, what shirt uh, are you wearing? Uh, a Knight Rider shirt, and yes. I'm wearing Ruse sneakers, which yes. were the, the wow. pockets in them. They asked me for permission to use the photo. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, that's fine. Yeah, and that then was, I watched the movie, and I looked away, and I didn't see myself until a friend said, dude, you're in the movie. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. I can't believe you got swag from Insomniac's Ruse that far ahead of time. You must have been really in the pocket of big gaming. That's great, yeah. But yes, as you as you asked, Anne, Awesome Possum is a cartoon possum in a suit with a big recycling logo on the chest, oh. and his motivation is to stop pollution yeah. and uh, to help with this in between levels. Do the hoop, but possums are like giant, <laughs> shitty trash rats. They are trash rats. <laughs> they are the worst scavengers. The worst. Although Animal. I did, Give me all if, your you, garbage. If, if one could talk, it would say "keep polluting." Yeah. If one could talk, it would say "kill me." <laughs> Although I did see a cute picture of a really cute possum, and I saved it as my desktop background. Oh, but it, 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 <laughs> so. it, you're right; it, it is both of those things. It is it is Captain Planety, but it's yeah. also a desperate attempt to seem savvy well, towards then, kids. Then it has like it's it can't decide whether uh. it wants to be like really cool. Like the title is again "Awesome Possum That is the Full Wait, title. Awesome Possum Kicks Dr. Machino's Butt is the whole title of the game. Dr. Mich- and, and it's like, yeah, lots of butt puns throughout. And But then, like, after you finish a level, you go before, like, this council of animals that asks you environmentalism questions. So you have to answer a quiz. Uh, uh, Wait, who... 
I one of the characters' it, name is Horse of Course, and then there's. Uh, I have a feeling this is Mortal Wombat, and yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if this is some sad attempt by this developer to uh, not pay taxes. Tax dodge. I'm sure that's now that you bring that up. It, I'm sure that's like part the producers. of it. It's like we've got to lose money on this thing. We've got to build these investors out of there. No, no, we're, what we're building here is an environmental message. We don't care if it's popular enough. Uh, we're doing. We're, not, we're doing God's. We're work. doing God's work here. Yeah. yeah. Funny enough, this was Tengen, which uh, oh, most yes. people will remember wow. as the company that uh, fought a war with Nintendo <laughs> to be bootleggers for the NES. Mm-hmm. Tengen was Atari's uh, home division mm-hmm. for things like uh, Nintendo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so, I play. Wow. I love their Pac-Man. I love their RB. Baseball, and I'm really sad I traded in their Tetris before. Yeah, they're ver- that's that's the one true version Here of Tetris in my world. Is it? Oh yeah. However, they Two made players. the worst version of Shinobi. I did I love that Shinobi game. That, that was so slow. I know, I know, but I. But I the Rolling Thunder was. Really I love good. the Rolling Thunder. Oh, oh yeah. Man. So yeah. all of those games better than Awesome Possum. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> absolutely, one hundred percent. Lies. Let's move on to <laughs> number four. I definitely I know that I guarantee you won't get the I do. One. This is the first game I had on really? the Sega Saturn. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're warm. Whoa. Go again? <laughs> Absolutely. You can play it again and see if Dan can get it. I have the utmost faith in this being ushering here's, in a Here's generation. another one that's a little more germane to the title. Skullwish! I have this had a sequel that with the words T-O-O instead of two. Uh-huh. Does that help Fuck, you? And, and Sega back to Saturn. A clone of the main character with an afro, who was apparently he a distinct character. always have an afro. He did I in the second one. I don't recall. The the only, like, the only platform game I remember was Clockwork Knight. Which, That's which, fucking which, terrible. It's, yeah, it, which is I terrible. And didn't, didn't actually speak. So <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> this <laughs> is Bug. Bug, baby. Oh, God. I played so much of it. Which is, I think... uh I never actually played it. I did watch a lot of YouTube videos of it. I played a ton of it. And... Like, I have never seen a more it's, pseudo 3D, 2D platform. It's outlandishly ugly. It's, it's like you're, you're kind of just like moving back and forth yeah. between layers of this 3D environment. But The bug is still a pixel character yes. the whole time. But you're playing... Man, two disc sprites in a 3D field. Yeah, but it's like uh, it, it really lo- it but looks... But then all the it, movement is 90 degrees. It looks like an experiment because you can walk towards the camera and you're on a different plane of this side-scrolling level. Uh, only to collect blue orbs to get permission to leave the level. <laughs> it's, it, it's harder <laughs> than it sounds. I, you know I what Bug thinks of that premise? Uh, ah, get away from me! This is, this is really tapping into a weird part of my nostalgia I never thought I'd have to address again. When did again. this come wow. out? Uh, 95. 95. Um, yeah. it, it was the it, first it game was I bought. It was one of the launch titles. It was like it, it was. was during the yeah. launch period. It was the first game I bought for the Saturn. It was already greatly and cheapened. Uh, during the launch, <laughs> it was. I think this was the only uh, severely discounted Saturn game yeah. I didn't buy. No, really? Yeah, I don't know. It just looked really yeah, unappealing. Well, I, like, I still, I still am a, am a champion. I do. Wait, wait, no, is this an Astol? That was the other one I never bought. Astol. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a deep cut. Yeah. Uh, Does anybody want to guess how old I was when this game came out? Three. I definitely five. do not. She was five. I was five. She was five. Wow. So I was still playing I made throwing fun of rocks at other kids. <laughs> I, I was already in the press corps when Saturn launched. <laughs> wow. I had been working as a professional games journalist for uh, two years, and I used to get, I got laughed at because I had a denim jacket. Now I really wish I had it. A black oh. denim jacket with the Sega Sogo uh, uh, wow. Saturn logo embroidered on the back. It was like eight inches big. It was giant. And people were laughing at me because they thought that I had bought it. 
You know, and no. it was it was just a freebie. I, but yeah, oh. I remember Bug now because they were like, "Isn't this great?" I'm like, "Let's, no. let's go." Look at, yeah. <laughs> oh. that's, that's that's how the initial reaction. The, this is I'm looking at the future. Yeah, this I'm was before we'd right seen uh, Super Mario 64, even Tomb yeah. Raider. And then you're all. And then, then I remember it setting in like, "Holy fuck, does every level <laughs> look like this?" You could never do this on a 32x. Wow, well, I'm really was, I'm, yeah. I'm in for Saturn. Yeah, you know what it looked like. <laughs> I think it sounds like Elmo Fiesta. Elmo I Fiesta. No yeah. Oh, I, I would play Elmo Fiesta. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. Would you also? It's like Viva Pinata, but with Sesame Street. That's Elmo great. Fiesta. Yeah. Would you also play? Slobberhead. I don't. Oh my God! What a, so what embarrassing. I slobberhead. I guess. Yes, it is. He says these things constantly. Anytime you smite anybody, which is like every seven feet, and there's like two enemies the entire time. This is, Bug is a glorified tech demo. Man, I would love to play that in public. Again, big CD, full of yeah. space, yeah. desperate to fill that yeah. with yeah. with pre-recorded audio. Yeah, it has, in, yeah. Instead of building a level, they had one background and then a bunch of hovering areas that you can see through the entire time. Everything is just hovering tracks of dirt that you. Yeah, it's it's I totally it's hard to describe it. But I that is that is the worst. Like, <laughs> it sounds like somebody doing a Bart Simpson. It really does. That may have been their direction. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. And then, of course, I think this is from the sequel. Watch where you're putting that. Hey now. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the wait. Bug, I'm sorry. You said sequel. There was a bug. Oh, that's right. Bug T O O. And it was pretty much. It looked exactly the same. Never to be heard The 3D technology had not improved any by the sequel. Well, it was definitely during that period that I think is kind of cursed. The Sega and Sony, where like they greenlit. They thought this was going to be huge mm-hmm. before it ever hit the market and yep. had already greenlit several sequels. It was it was like Diarrhea of the Mascot Platformer. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This, 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 can't, this can't lose. No. <laughs> Too big to fail. Yeah, what, what was the conceit of Bug? Like, he's an action movie star, and so everything yes. is just like a stunt sequence yes. that he has to go through? Yeah. Uh, Even when it's really boring? Yes, but he's also problematic, and uh, uh, he has a sass mouth. Uh, yes. I don't care for that at all. He is problematic in disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> he brings great shame upon his family. That's that's a note directly from Sega of Japan. Yes. <laughs> all right, let's move on to number three. I'm a laser toting love magnet. Oh, I know you know what this is. Yeah, I know what this one is. This is heartbreaking. It is. Well, let's let the man himself introduce himself. Have no fear, Blasto is here. That's Phil Hartman as Blasto. Who should never have to do a second take. No. But a couple of times in this game, I wish he had. There is like a... I I pulled most of these from a file on YouTube. It's just titled Blasto Quotes. It is 18 minutes of Phil Hartman talking constantly. I saw that. but But it's still like all of his voice clips resulted in 18 minutes. To 18 minutes of Phil Hartman talking. Yeah. That's crazy. Here's a sample. By God, that thing better be your mouth. Don't ask to borrow my lip balm, because it's just not happening. Nice orifice. I bet you don't get many dates, do you, big fella? It's just... <laughs> the way he talks in this game makes me think of the way Chris talks every day. All day. <laughs> Forever. Remember, it's, I think... It's me. Blasto um, was the first time that I've actually seen game magazines apologize for preview coverage. It was about two years of it. Um, and, yeah. And, and, like, and it... 
I, I, I like the idea because I, I was a huge Phil Hartman fan. The glue mm-hmm. they call him on SNL because yeah. uh, every uh, sketch would stick together as long as Phil Hartman was there. Right. Uh, the consummate professional. Um, so, uh, the Simpsons writers have a ton of great things to say about him. Oh, Phil Hartman's on this episode? Saved. It's fine. We'll figure it out. It doesn't matter. Uh, Phil Hartman is one of the greatest comedic uh, personas I think the world has ever seen. Died too soon. And I was super surprised to see his name brought up because before games could hire big-name talent, uh, Hartman was the first to sign on to this game. Like, no, this game is played by a person uh-huh. who most of you will probably know. It's Phil Hartman. Parentheses, SNL, uh, blind date. I forget how early in his career it was, but uh, she loses control. Uh, sorry, it's a blind <laughs> date reference for no one. I was right. expecting some reaction from maybe Dan. Nope. Um, <laughs> But uh, I remember Blasto. But, <laughs> but it was delayed forever. It was, it was previews yeah. are written out the ass, and it came out with a fucking whimper. And yeah. it wasn't before. It wasn't it was like after. It wasn't posthumous. No, 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 I don't no, think no, it no. was. No, but there was. But there it was, was close. No, he had to live it if down. It, if it was that posthumous, was people probably would have. Uh, oh, there probably God. would have been some sympathy to boy oh, the, the terrible reviews. Yeah, sort of like well. At least we have this. Yeah. yeah. But Blasto... <laughs> they probably used that, you know, you guys are going to be harsh on this, you reviewers, but the game's not finished, but we wanted to release it for Phil. Right. This is in <laughs> Phil's memory, so yeah, here's an 85% not, build. You know, if you want to give Phil Hartman's death a seven, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> we Blasto... Have, we have a Blasto game to release. <laughs> Blasto was like a PG Duke Nukem. Almost. Yeah. There's, there's a character, this blonde guy who it's quipped scrutiny. a lot... Uh, Dressed like like Flash Gordon, circa nineteen forties, I guess. Yeah, and uh, had a had a ray gun, and in practice, the game was just this terrible platformer where you jumped around on these very very narrow platforms, uh, shot at floating aliens that were sort of hard to target, and rescued bikini girls. Uh, again, much like Duke Nukem. It's oh man, much it, like my life. But I think it is a <laughs> fucking travesty. One of the biggest complaints was that Phil Hartman talked Too so much, much yeah. that it's just like you can't do anything without hearing viewers not knowing they'd never hear him again. Yeah, this is all you got. Yeah, it's sad that yes, yeah, some of the man's most enduring work sounds like whoo doggy that stinks. Yeah. <laughs> Well, at least I landed in something soft this time. Whoo! Smells like Bosk's toilet backed up. This is a stink that won't wash out. This stuff is gooey. <laughs> now this, this is slimy. What died here? <laughs> Yuck! Uh, that at least guy he's is having fun. Favorite. I'm sorry, he, that was a Bosk call out. Yeah, that's a deep See, Star Wars cut. That's right what there. I thought too, and I thought like, wow, that's really funny. And then I realized like, no, Bosk is the villain oh. in Blasto, which is very disappointing. But he does sound like this. Nice briefs. I really don't want to talk about my underwear right now. How appropriate! Cut with your pants down. <laughs> I think the other voices might also be Phil Hartman. Uh, they might, they might Just be pitch shifted. Yeah. I want to say this is a huge coup because CDI's marketing was solely Phil Hartman, and, yes. and, and, and what I consider some of the greatest ads ever of him playing multiple characters. That guy freaks me out. The CDI, sorry, yeah. what did I say? You said, you CDI. said CDI. Okay, I thought I said I said three D O. No, it was CDI. I thought this was on PlayStation One. It was. This but was. Like, but Phil Hartman was the face of CDI, but starring yeah. in, in, in their commercials. Yeah. Okay. I'm, that's Where he would just like play every character in the commercial. They're really good. Okay. Anne's backing away. Anne doesn't know what a CDI is. <laughs> Damn. Let's move on to... Number two. What could possibly go wrong? Everybody knows this. I'd like to thank Dark Bubsy 420 for participating <laughs> in that last week's He's the best. 
<laughs> Dark Bubsy420, whoever you are, oh, it might even be Mike Grimm. I don't know, but every time we're playing a game, he always pretends to like, wait, what What game is this? I don't see a roller coaster in Bubsy. It's got to it's gotta be Grim. It's, it might be. Uh, Grim. Has yeah, to be Grim. probably. But uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's Arcana Heart 420. <laughs> <laughs> now, Bubsy became the mascot of Accolade, That's a company right. which is mostly remembered for producing Bubsy. Now, mm-hmm. even though it made Test Drive and a bunch of other Hardball great things, was uh, they, they, they had a really good PC baseball game, baseball game there for a while, and oh, then nice, a bunch nice. of crap. Yeah. <laughs> Did somebody say they chose their name only to beat out Activision in alphabetical lists? Could have been. Because <laughs> um, that Activision was always at the top. Yeah, it, no, I mean, it, it totally makes sense. Mm. And uh, you know who was the programmer at Test Drive? Mm. Who? Don Matrick. Really? The young really? Don Matrick. That he created Test Drive. He could program things? Yeah. He, that he was, I that, like that. That's why he gives presentations. Wow, thank you very much for coming out here. Here's my good friend, Reggie White. Uh, you know, that because he speaks like a programmer because at his core, uh, he, like yeah, he was well, a brilliant teenage programmer. And, I and, like people who huh? are who get executive positions who've done the. At least he can walk the walk, yes, you know. Like he yes, coded, he and there's you know I'm not going to diss him for that. He's just I like Reggie Fils-Aimé, but his claim to fame is that he made a big pizza, and then he got to run Nintendo. He <laughs> is the angriest man in fun. <laughs> Nintendo fans are some of the greatest people in the world, and we believe in entertaining them. (laughs) And he just looks so angry all the time. And then when he smiles, it's like he had it installed, you know, and it didn't fit. Losing a colossal... Just uh, imagine that, like, there's a brick wall erected next to him and nobody knows why, and he just, like, starts punching holes to it for for punctuation (laughs) in between his his, uh, statements. Using a colossal slice of the market share? My body is ready. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, we were bissing, we were dissing on uh, Busby. Uh, yeah. Busby. Bubsy. Busby Berkeley. No, Bubsy, who in the original game oh, was man. played by Brian Silva. Of course. And of course, uh, who did not play Bubsy again? Probably because people were he had so done everything he could with the character. Really. So fucking sick of hearing lines like this. Hey, I thought I saw Elvis back there. And oh, also. No. Is there a veterinarian in the audience? The thing with Bubsy, he's re- he's remembered as a very chatty mascot. He doesn't. Those are all from the intros of the level. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. He doesn't talk much during the game. More like a but, bridge too short. Yeah. But he, you will die so much yep. in that game because mm-hmm. it is tough. And then you will just hear over and over again. In fact, that's probably why... Like it possibly, you're wrong. It's remembered as his yes, catchphrase yes. because that's the, what he says at the beginning of the first level. Which you'll die a lot And you in. will hear it so many times mm-hmm. that it became ingrained in everyone's brains. And, uh, you know... I was so excited about this and did not have a Genesis. And it was mm-hmm. marketed as, like, fuck Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, this is in Sonic for hyper Super Nintendo players. Bubsy has an exclamation point on his shirt. That's it true. It doesn't pop up on his head. It's not implied by his attitude. He wears it every day. And I drew on my notebook over the course no. of two days a giant Bubsy clawing <laughs> through a poster of Sonic the Hedgehog. Wow. Because I cared. That's you could have right. my... sent that to EGM uh, I, that on was an the, envelope. That was absolutely the goal. <laughs> <laughs> God, if I could you ever know what, they find need that. Bubsy the Bobcat artwork. Oh, my, my parents like me too much, so I'll see if they save that because they've they've saved a lot of weird shit and like none of the stuff I like. My trapper keeper was covered in like horrible crayon drawings of, <laughs> of Oliver Queen with Anne Hart Oliver forever. Oh so. yeah, <laughs> Anne Hart Oliver four twenty. 
Wow. So if you find that, please make a uh, t-shirt of your drawing <laughs> of Bubsy clawing through Sonic. It's so sad there's no one left to sue me if I didn't. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I would just do it. I'm sure someone must own that IP. It, it got a TV show, for God's sake. It got a TV show. Like, it, like it did seem poised to be something a little... Sp- because Sonic was a huge feather in, in Sega's cap. And mm-hmm. Bubsy was the first thing that, that came along and said, like, no, maybe... It- Maybe anybody could do this. Yeah. And people were like, no, no, Sonic's too fast. There's too many things happening at once. Whereas Bubsy had like all these planes going on in the background. It was really fast. Yeah, it was a really pretty game for its time also. Yeah, for sure. The first Bubsy. Oh, I read I should, it so much. I should emphasize, the first Bubsy Whew. was a fun game. It was it was sold on the premise of being Sonic the Hedgehog for Super Nintendo owners, mm-hmm. which is why I bought it and, and enjoyed it. And I realized, like, I must have actually finished this because I remember hearing this a whole bunch, too. Well, are you still playing this thing? Which is, like, the final <laughs> level intro. <coughs> but it wasn't to last because Bubsy 2 was one of those uh, Genesis-style nonlinear platformers I mentioned earlier, where Bubsy is stuck in a museum. Oh, no. And the, good, the upshot of that is that his voice uh, was... Became uh, Rob Paulson. Whoa! Cool. Animaniacs fame. Yep. Who would say things like this. I like it! Oh, nice. I meant meant to say that, uh, uh, I wanted to say the kids out there don't know who Phil Hartman is. Uh, If you watch Futurama, Zap Brannigan was supposed to be voiced by Uh Phil Hartman, and it's uh, Billy West, I think, doing his best Phil Hartman impression. It's a very Phil Hartman-esque character, and it's also a very Blasto-esque Yes, no, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's also uh, Huts. What's what's his name? Lionel, Lionel Huts, Huts, attorney at yes, law. He yes. smooth Jimmy Apollo with his locks of the week. And he's also uh, I am Troy McClure. You may yeah, remember yes. me from Christmas Ape. And uh, Christmas Ape goes to summer camp. They <laughs> 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 came to Burgle Carnegie Hall. Let's just do all Troy McClure movies. Dial in for murderous. Oh my bad. Here oh. comes the Coast Guard. Here comes the Coast Guard. <laughs> yeah. I still, I still do the Lionel Hutz. Mr. Simpson, this is the most clear-cut case of false advertising since the never-ending never story. Ending story. <laughs> yeah. God, I love that guy. Wow. But you know Phil Hartman, even if you don't know the name. Oh, You've heard you him totally know. Times. If you ever watch the awful Dennis the Menace cartoon show, he's the voice of every character. He is every character on the show. Dennis, he's a menace. That kid's a menace. He's the dad. He's, he's every male character except Dennis the Menace. But Ron Paul. My mistake. Ron Paulson. Uh, was, is, yeah, yeah, Ron Paulson. Uh, yeah. Ron Paul's <laughs> son, Paulson. Rand Paul. Uh, uh, oh now, Rob Paulson. He's Pinky from Pinky and the he's Brain. He's Pinky. He's Yakko Warner. Yeah. Those are his two best known roles. Uh, he also voiced Bubsy on the TV nice show. So it's, it's, it was a little jarring for those of us who were fans of the first game to go from... What could possibly go wrong? To... Do you believe in miracles? There's a, there's a slight noticeable a difference. difference. Go for Baroque! Go for Baroque! <laughs> Ooh, I believe that is actually the name of my podcast, or my, my, my iPod uh, like uh, playlist for, for Bach. Ah, nice. <laughs> Go for Baroque. You. And of course... Yeah, me too. Nothing can stop me now! What you... I think he's channeling a bit of Duke Lombardi there. <laughs> Let's listen again. Nothing can stop me now! He's clearly unzipping and then breaking his glass pants. Yeah, man. I have no idea what those (laughs) sound effects are actually supposed to be because the level intros are just a bunch of words on screen and then as the glass shatters, the the letters disperse. But then Bubsy 3D, possibly one of the most infamously bad games of all time, uh, switched the voice yet again and you will not be able to recognize who this person is. I knew I should have taken that left 
Imagine something I said? What could possibly go wrong? Oh, God! <laughs> and you will not recognize it because this is someone... Anne seems like she's going through some trauma and just squeaked out. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Lanny Manella. It's been a long day, guys. Is <laughs> Lanny Manella? Yeah, I don't know who that is. Do you know okay, who that yeah, is? Yeah, okay. Here's here's my humble brag, name dropping. I'm actually friends with Lonnie Manella. Really? Yeah, Lonnie Manella is a, uh, a very famous, uh, well, I guess a, a, she's a very active voice actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is, among other things, Diablo 2, she's uh, Ariana the Witch. Uh, like oh, wow. she, she's done like three or four hundred games. I'm not kidding. Like she's just like a legend, and she's done every like her demo reel is amazing. If you ever get to hear it, she does probably fifty five or sixty voices in two minutes, and uh, it's she's it's amazing. She's great, uh, but yeah, like she. Like she doesn't turn anything down apparently. She, you know, <laughs> this is this is probably not one of her prouder moments. Right probably here. not. Wow, you wanna be a video game star? For starters, grab all the items you see. There's plenty of them in each level, and if you get enough of them, you'll be in for some surprises. How did she prepare for this role by punching herself in the face? I have no I idea. I would imagine so. My nose is swollen. She's I can barely talk to my teeth. She stared in a mirror, and every day she said, "I hate myself." And the voice acting is not. And the then she eventually started me. saying, "I hate myself. I hate myself. I hate, I hate myself." That <laughs> <laughs> was where that voice came from. I, I wish. I wish we didn't have to talk about Bubsy that way. And I, I think when when EGM died, I posted. I saved and brought with me to San Francisco. The Bubsy issue mm-hmm. because it was on the cover of EGM. Yep. It was it was a that. big deal, and I I was totally I, I was swallowed up in that hype. I was a huge fan of Bubsy before there was a Bubsy that we could all make fun of. Uh, I wanted the best for Bubsy, and I still do. And there's some guy out there on YouTube. You still want the best for Bubsy? I still do. One stop shopping. You should make your own Bubsy game. Yeah. Ooh. Don't believe that for a second. Could not. Yeah, the no, voice, I want to see this. The tone of your voice is like, yeah, do oh, it, yeah, asshole. Oh, yeah, 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 bring Bubsy back. Yeah. The internet will uh, love so, you. Somebody already kind of did. And that there is a browser... Bubsy uh, Project. Bubsy 3D HD that somebody did. <laughs> which is not, in fact, Bubsy 3D. It is a weird, kind of surreal game where you're piloting Bubsy, who has like eyes that just spin in place for some reason, like just he looks dizzy, and then there are a bunch of like differently sized Bubsies just like embedded into the geometry of the level that just sort of rotate, and then you just wander around and you meet frogs who tell you to go into this really cool museum, and you have to find your way into the museum and meet frogs of varying sizes, it's like. This isn't this isn't Bubsy 3D. This is its own marvelous <laughs> ripoff project that somebody created. Moving on from Bubsy, let's jump into our Hi, Detroit, Pearl of the Orient. It, Chris yeah. knows what this is. I, I know what this is I, too. I think we all know what this is. is. This is the mouthiest of the mouthy ones. Yes. My name is Forrest Gags. <laughs> oh boy. Again, that I will. I can't make fun of this. That Blasto thing I mentioned with all the quotes. There are a couple sound files like that for Gex, the our number one mouthiest mascot, that are both about eighteen in minutes long of just constant, constant quotes and references, and that's spread out over three games. There oh. are three games worth of eighteen minute, just constant 
Dana Gould talking. Yes. And he's very funny. Uh, I, that's Sometimes, yes. Because of, but as maybe of right not now, as Gex. As of right now, <laughs> Dana Gould is my favorite comedian. Okay. He hosts my of favorite. this moment. He hosts my favorite. It, it fluctuates all the time. But, like, I've always liked him. Yeah, but yeah. But he's really funny. I've seen, I saw him just a month ago. Um, I, I, April Richardson, who was on our show, I, right. I discovered her through his podcast, and she was nice enough to come on. Uh, laser time a little while ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about her if it weren't for Dana Gould. Wow. Uh, he's one of my favorite comics, and I, I have I have messaged him several times about coming on and talking. And, about And this. he's responded with, "Who's an ugly boy? <laughs> yes, you are." Uh, that would Aww. be great because he's never responded. But what Aww. he did is he is he, is he favorited uh, like, dude, playing Gex. Come on, and he favorited my tweets of me playing Gex, and I would never include a celebrity's I. I would never kiss a celebrity's ass like that, but I really wanted to get him on the show. I like him a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Like he writes the what's the, what's the opposite of the forward? Oh, I think it's there's a big snake <laughs> in the plane, Jacques. <laughs> He's so I love Dana Gould. The afterword, uh, the, the afterword yeah. for every issue of Planet of the Apes versus Star Trek. Um, wow. th- those issues. <laughs> okay. No, he's he's fucking like I I just I, I decided I loved him because he loves Planet of the Apes as much as I do, and there are tons of Planet of the Apes that references in these games because I uh, we definitely made fun of the voice acting here, but it was like at the beginning of voice acting and like we well we don't know what to do, so I think Dana wrote a bunch of it. Yeah. And like I just remember the fr- I was replaying Gex. I'm like this is the most Brady Bunch references. Any game we'll ever have uh, in the first level. Uh, th- thank you. So this clearly is written by no, no listening to his podcast now. Like it's uh, just a bunch of sixties and seventies Star Trek jokes and Brady yeah. Bunch jokes. There are there are a bunch of references in this that do not hold up for shit. No. For example, just dial ten ten. Let my people go. And and also, he does Johnny Johnny Carson impressions constantly. This place is weirder than Fourth of July at Rick James' place. <laughs> yes, both I of those, do remember. Both the... of those people involved with the reference are dead. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes uh, the game even the games even push the envelope past. Like, wow, this got past the censors. This is a straight up rape joke. That's as much fun as being Mike Tyson's cellmate on Valentine's Day. <laughs> wow. Whoa. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Yeah. Just think, Gex is now selling car insurance for Geico. <laughs> <laughs> it is lovely that you said that wearing a crown of thorns of seagull nooses. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's my trash crown. <laughs> because you are the queen of trash. Yeah. Yay, the queen of trash. It's a Fraggle Rock and reference. The, Once again, no one's going to get nothing. What's, what's Gex's deal? He's he's a gecko who wants to watch TV yes. dope, in dope his shades. mansion. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, or has games. watched too much TV. Too much. I remember, th- hold on. All the levels were based on different sort of t- TV too much, setups. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he says in the intro of the first game, serious tube. Mm-hmm. That's my Dana Golden flexion well there for you. Serious tube. Well, well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, dude, and, I, and there's like some alien uh, who named Rez who's continually trying to fuck up your shit. And uh, but like there are a bunch of weirdly themed like sets of like he he has specific reactions to different levels. For example, George 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 of Jungle <laughs> Jungle Love is driving mad. Welcome to the jungle. Well, it's bungo in the jungle. Just throw jungle bucket. Oh, it to get down. I told them they were overwatering. Okay, whose job was it to mow the lawn? Me, Gex, you, Jane. All this thanks to Miracle Grow. Wow. <laughs> 
I love Dana Gould. A Jethro Tull reference. That's all I'm saying. In a 3DO game. I love. <laughs> Turn out the lights when you leave. It's okay. So I, uh, you guys may or may not appreciate this. I actually forgot completely wiped from my mind Gex's existence mm-hmm. until I heard a very extended Gex bit on Talk Radar. Oh, wow. <laughs> Many years ago. Um, <laughs> but Charlie. you guys talked about it for a real long time. Charlie, like, oh, Charlie became the defective. Gex was a thing. I forgot. Uh, Charlie, Charlie and Michael were what I would call the kings of productive procrastination. <laughs> um, an article might be late, but damn it, they're going to research the shit out of these two paragraphs. Uh-huh. Um, and, and one of the things Charlie did that with was Gex. So it just became like, well, we're just... Because everybody's late because of this Gex portion of your article, you're going to get every Gex thing this whole building has to offer. And I think even Dan threw some stuff down. I don't. I mean, I just don't know where it I came don't know. from. But like a sealed 3DO copy of Gex wow. doesn't come from nowhere. But Charlie has all that. He had all that crap. I don't know. He's going for this huge. That's what I, I don't know. I, I, I had a copy of Gex, but it was not sure sealed. So I don't know where. I mean, but like just he, Charlie had a ton of Gex stuff on his desk. Yeah. Uh, and that's that was like a seriously old punishment. school PlayStation game. Also, like it, it, I think it came to 3DO first. It was 3DO, and then it moved over to PlayStation. Yeah, and and, and like the first one was a 2D side scroller with like rendered uh, gecko yes. yep. graphics, and then it moved to like fully 3D with Enter the Gecko, uh, Enter the gecko mm-hmm. and then uh-huh. Gex 3, mm-hmm. which was also on N64, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy because I guess by that point sound compression technology was good enough to uh, contain rants like these. I'm dressed like an usher at a gay rodeo. I feel like I'm back at 54. Nothing attracts the ladies more than a dirty dighty. I'm a bad man. I got poopy pants. Dude, seriously, some of that is good. Some of that is... Yeah. It is wincing. It's not, some of that is good. Uh, Dana Gould, he worked on The Simpsons for many years. Yes, he um, did. Uh, he was... He was one of the best up-and-coming comics around this time. And, and in my opinion... Um, sorry, this isn't even my opinion. To my recollection... He is the first celebrity voice of any game character. Period. Hmm. Yeah, it, maybe it proved me right. Wrong. Like it was the first because um, I think because I remember it being written about like that. It was a, this is the first guy you've ever heard of who is now going to be the voice of this game character. Well, 3D was like what 1994. Um. Yeah. Is, is anything beat that? I don't know. Like, I don't prove me wrong. I don't. I'm trying to think of like FMV games. From what I was gonna say, well, like yeah, there were some like PC. Don't games. I mean, Dana uh, Plato, me. Yeah, I was gonna no, bring no, her. There's up. like PC and Mac games, you know, like Shatner doing 25th anniversary Star Trek. That has, stuff to, be, like that that has but, to be true. But that's not what you're really talking. Yeah, about. That, like that's recreating like, a role that you're already when famous they, for. When not somebody in EGM wrote Dana Gould or Ultra Game Players. I was like, I know exactly who the fuck Dana Gould is, and right. I don't know anybody who's ever voiced a game character before. Um, a game character. William Shatner, I guess, probably played a little bit of himself or something. Sabotage. Like Sabotage. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, can't, I don't I don't can't immediately think I, of anybody that predated Dana Gould as Gex. I am the closest thing we have to an expert. We are the closest thing to experts we <laughs> to have here. Experts. To get. Jeez, I hate <laughs> myself. I'm going to go me. throw up. I'll be right back. <laughs> and can you please strangle me with a cellophane wrap to a Twilight DVD? <laughs> Just, <laughs> I don't belong here anymore. Yeah, wear the seagull crown. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to fit over not, your head. Yeah, but it doesn't fit around Especially your head. It's not, not going to fit around mine. Well, I'm wearing headphones. No. I could fit it around my neck. No, no. no just, you why have, you why have you not the, do that? Anne has the body proportions of Plucky Duck. It's, you <laughs> can't, you can't <laughs> use it as a trash headband. Wow. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it looks really good for some weird reason. You look like the Wendy's girl. <laughs> uh, 
Again, this is a, a visual medium. I'm yeah, glad. thank you all for joining us. Thank you. If you were donating to our Patreon, you can see the stream right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, that'll happen soon. It's a little taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think that does it for Mouthiest mascots. Gex is clearly the mouthiest of oh, all time. I would agree. Three games full of eighteen Dana minutes Gould, of just solid you, talking. I want you in the shitty kitchen. Uh, and again, it's just... not about Dana Gould. It was just a terrible. Character and they just there were a, the, over yeah. a couple everything. of those poopy lines in there. Like those are well delivered. You would have laughed at those. I don't know. He did the best he could at do the with the material he was saying. Not giving him a piece of Gex uh, was also like I, I was looking up uh, Gex on uh, TV tropes, mm-hmm. and it said that like he was a subversion of like the edgy mascot mm-hmm. thing at the time because he would say like it have a snowboarding level where he'd say things like I'm extremely <laughs> cold. <laughs> See, again, good. I didn't yeah. play Gex until it came out on the PlayStation. <laughs> Never played Gex. I... Um, and when it did come out, I thought it was fucking hilarious because yeah. I was still a child and that was what I was allowed to think. Sure. <laughs> I think that somebody if was you policing have... your thoughts at the time. <laughs> if you have positive memories of Gex, that's fine. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. I think that was the goal. Uh, clearly I was a lot of other people. Child. No, it wasn't. Clearly a lot of other but people had positive also... memories because two sequels. Yeah. No, there's more than, there's more than just two sequels. Are right? there? I just I, I think there were only two sequels. Really? Yeah. I, One, two, and three. Two sequels. Okay. I'm pretty sure there was never a Gex 4. No, he did it, not survive the PlayStation seemed, it, generation. Yeah, I think I think there were just some ports that had different names but were the same game ultimately. Yeah, probably. If I'm if I'm not I think mistaken. there were I think there was and a again, Game Boy Color game. I didn't and... play a lot of these. I really didn't, but until really recently, but like I've known about Dana Gould for years. He has emerged as my favorite. Uh, I know it's wrong. His album is out right now. I think it, there's a special on Hulu. It's fucking great. He is a great comic. Dana Gould. Dana Gould everybody. <laughs> All right. Dude. Well, on that note, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about some new releases. Uh, some like this has been a kind of a crazy week for news. It just the last been. few days, mm-hmm. holy shit! We'll get into that in the second segment. Uh, so I'm stick around. End this yeah, on a cliffhanger. Baltimore. That shit's crazy. Coming to Xbox One soon. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Sorry. God damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a crown made of trash, and you're still the garbagiest person at this table. Nobody laughed at that. All right, stick around, everybody. Jimmy just left the mall. They had no games at all. He stopped by to play Daytona USA. The arcade closed its doors back in 2004. In just a few years, the coin ops disappeared. He was going to own an arcade. He was going to rent a space. He was going to get some neon to illuminate the place. But now it seems to be Xbox and P. Recycle to the extreme. Yeah, top five about mouthiest mascots, and nowhere in there is the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch, the mouthiest mascot of this very podcast. It makes me a little sick inside how I get ignored by these assholes who only ever call me when they want something, which is to get me to tell you how to support the show. And also.
will do it without fail every single time. I will come on and I will tell you to subscribe on iTunes, rate and review the podcast, leave five stars to the extreme. Yeah, that's what mouthy mascots say, isn't it? I, I can be cool. I can be edgy. You don't think I can? I, I can tell people, like, I've already told you guys to recycle, right? That's awesome possum. What does Gex do? Be voiced by a famous comedian? M- maybe I can't do that, but I can say serious tube. Yeah, that's real challenging. Um, oh my god, I've, I feel like my creative talents have really been stretched to the limit. And, huh, watching some tube, and I'm Forrest Gex. That made no sense, I realize, but let's move on. So I can be more annoying as I tell you to click on the Amazon links that you might see to the right of lasertimepodcast.com. If you see something you like, click on it and buy it. And if you don't see anything you like, click on it anyway and buy something else that you are actually going to go to Amazon and buy. Actually, you know, I'm not going to tell you just buy stuff for the site, but next time you want to go to Amazon, just click on one of those links and then search for whatever it was you wanted. And as long as it's in the same session, we'll get a cut. Isn't that an awesome system? I think it is. You can go to store.lasertimepodcast.com, buy an awesome t-shirt with the site's terrifying skull logo or other terrifying skulls that actually have nothing to do with VGN or barfing rainbows or you know if you want to wear a laser time shirt or a vg empire shirt that's a great place to get them it's really the only place to get them finally you know what tell a friend go on twitter go on facebook say hey here's this show i really like it's called video game apocalypse here's a link or go up and say hello friend listen to show about video games they had one this week about cartoon mascots that whine a lot in high-pitched voices and everyone hates that's a that's a good way to spend two hours i think any anyway i can see the host coming at me with pitchforks right now so i think that's my cutest skedaddle see you next week And welcome back to our second segment. All right, we're going to get into some awesome news, but first we got a few things to talk about in... <laughs> some things came out this week. Uh, Broken Age Act 2 finally oh, fucking duh. came out. Wow, which, it's been over a year. Yeah, which I'm kind of excited about, and it was really cool to log into Steam mm-hmm. and start it up. And it picked up exactly where I left off, like, over a year ago. That's nice. Yeah. And and just like, okay, now which which one do you want to continue playing as? Like, yes, I, I finally get to see what's the rest of the story and find out what's going on. I never finished the lady story. Oh, you should. Uh, no, on my on my account. I finished it. Never mind. But I but I like okay. I never finished it on I never finished it on my account. And I, I like and I saw a post by Tim Schafer, it's like, you should start the game over. And I don't disagree with him. Yeah, because, well, you should ask, because you... that's uh, one of the the bugaboos about it is mm-hmm. that like it adds achievements with the complete you know both both chapters and those achievements do not apply mm-hmm. if you've already finished the first half of the game. You have to start over to get oh. them again. Ooh. Well, whatever. It's a yeah. expensive game. Like, really gets take too shit, long to finish the first episode, this is a, right? This is, it's like two and a half hours. Yeah. Broken Age is oh, that that's not bad. That's not bad. Interesting experience of where, like, this isn't a game that anybody would, would have made unless people made it possible in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's worth playing more than once. Yeah. I'm, en- I'm enjoying the second half so far. Mm. Uh, it's very revelatory in its early hours, especially if you start playing as Vela instead of Shay. Mm-hmm. Um, you will finally get to know... Like, I had all kinds of theories about, like, what's really going on, and they all turned out to be wrong. So, uh, yeah, it's, cool. it's exciting. I love when that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, all well, State of Decay Year 1 Survival Editions coming to Xbox One and PC. I love Year uh, 1 Editions. I fucking love State of Decay. I really like that is, game on It is a fantastic zombie survival game. I recommend it to everybody. And if you have an Xbox One and you haven't played it, Get this. Is that the 2D one or the open world? That's the open world. It's the open world. Open world. It's, it's like a ruined GTA. Again? 
because that's that's been my thing. It's like I really enjoyed well, it on 360, and I really got into it. And I don't know if I want to play it again on a new platform. Mm. And well, I don't know how much like the the base story mode was like really fun. I don't know how much it's worth going back and playing again. But they added kind of like an endless mode that where where the goal is to just amass as many survivors as possible, uh, hole up at these bases, and stay there until you've exhausted them, and then you move on to the next base. Wait, and, now I'm confused. Okay. Which one was the cool-looking 2D one? <laughs> I didn't I can't like that remember one, the, actually. Oh, it looks so cool. I, ha- I didn't play it. It just looked really I know, cool. I, I know what you're talking about. I the, thought it that's was the super game. monochromatic one, right? Uh, uh, you're talking about Limbo? No, no, no. Okay. Two, the 2D side-scrolling zombie one. Fuck, oh, what was it called? Uh, yeah, not uh, Dying Light. It was like Prince of Persia, right? It was, yeah. It played a bit like I like didn't the play old it, Prince but it looked cool. I have it. Oh, at Deadlight? Home too. Deadlight. Deadlight, that's yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. It's like not Dying Light, it was Deadlight. <laughs> I was like, ah, State of Dead stuff. State of Decay is basically if uh, GTA were zombie survival. State of Decay is this picture someone screen grabbed from an um, Instagram that I sent. Nobody can see that. Yeah. Uh, this is like the most visual audio podcast. bursting forth me from the water. the water like a mermaid. My nose has never looked bigger. I have 16 chins um, and my uh-huh. chest hair is deciding to take over my entire body. Um, <laughs> that is, oh my god, that is exactly a description of, the, and, and because Feel it's free like, to sweeten wa- it in. Feel free to sweeten it. It's water blurry, so it looks like your back, like, blends into your head. Oh like, there. Well, it does, it's, due to the fatness oh. of this state of decay. Oh, this is <laughs> well done. Terrifying. Uh, I get you can't it. Stop but yes, it. I liked that game so a lot. So you know that and scene? And if you haven't played it, it totally you know that is scene worth it. In, Even yes. if you're, like, overdosed on Wolverine zombies. bursts forth from the tank, yes. and he's just... <gasps> That's what would. That's what it would look like if it was Liv Schreiber instead. <laughs> I think I just perfectly summed up that image. You're welcome. You gained a bunch of weight. And yeah, so well, I'm just checking my Twitter some. now. Um, all of the X-wing and Tie Fighter games are apparently coming to PC this week. <laughs> are they really? Yeah. Well, wait, they were already there. I thought they were too. But they were on uh, GOG. See, that's fun. Um, they were already on GOG. Maybe they're on Steam, and that's what matters. I don't know. Well, I, well, I, I, I really love the upgrades those games got. I don't know why they went straight to GOG when those games were optimized as well as they were, uh, because I don't, I don't use GOG as much as I should. I know, I know, I should. Dan, celebrate GOG somehow. I, I think GOG is awesome. I, I do. Mean, I just a bunch of dudes out in Poland going, you know what? These games need to live but, again. But yes. it's, it, but it's also like. Interstate 76, baby. That's the way. That's that's where to go to get it. <laughs> but it's like finally, I got my Interstate 76 reference. It's like, but I, I, I live on Steam, I think and I like, have your copy of that game. No way, man. No. Oh, I have no. someone's copy. Of yeah, it. not mine. I've kept everything I've I, ever I owned on Interstate 76. Game. It's one of my favorite games of all. But time. it's like I live. I log on to Steam almost every day, whereas like I don't go to GOG. Yeah. Every day. No, I'm the same way. Like I have some really good games that I bought through GOG, sure. but um, you know, like I use Steam more as my mm-hmm. sort of main ecosystem for PC. That's yeah. where all my games are. It's where all my friends are. You know. Uh, but I really like what GOG... I love GOG just in general. Jesus Christ. But I-76 but, is not on Steam, but it is on yeah. GOG. Well, so. there you go. Um, Shovel Knight coming to Xbox One. So Yay. And now their Battletoads finally exist in a game again. <laughs> you really are uh, a trash monster right now. What? No more visual stuff. I'm sorry. But you're tearing apart your beer bottle while you're wearing uh, a seagull a six, noose. A six-pack, like, uh, you know, uh, holder. The plastic head. And things. looks like a, a child misbehaving during a show right mm. now. <laughs> and well, we'd like to wait or, in or like we an alcoholic at the very end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a joke. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Air, pose. 
darling. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, so yes, Shovel Knight on Xbox One, and weirdly enough, uh, Space Colony is coming to Steam. Mm. I know this is a game probably none of you are familiar nope. with. I know about this game because back in the early 2000s when I was working in a newspaper, I got an email from the publisher saying, hey, can we come to your office and show you this game with our demo girl? And like, I had just read an with angry... demo girl? Yeah. Did, he, did they our, actually say that? Our demo girl, and I forgot what her name is. Oof. But, like, oh, we'll come out and our demo girl will show you the game. And, like, I had just read an angry editorial in GameSpot about game companies coming to our office with bikini girls. And, like, they're pandering to us and this is really inappropriate for a work environment. And I was, like, almost broke into a cold sweat thinking about, like, oh, God, I'm going to get fired if they come to my newspaper office and do this. And I was like, oh, I, I can't really do that. And, like... Oh, okay. Can we can we meet you somewhere in the city and and do it? How about like, a hotel room with a demo girl? Yeah. Well, like they, we, we agreed you to like meet the them. gold club. We like the gold. Club. <laughs> <laughs> I agreed to meet them at a cafe like bordering Chinatown, and like it had to be in my off hours because uh, for the game reviews while I was in the newspaper was something I was supposed to be doing for free because mm-hmm. I'm a copy editor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I go out and. Their, their demo girl is just, you know, a their nice... game girl is a, a nice gal named she's, Bruce she's Jenner. the fucking I've producer the of the game. Sorry. Oh, really? Or, or like, a com dev, something... She was she was there, like, somebody who really knew the game, who'd been working on it, and not, not you know, eye candy or anything like that, and she was just there with, like, a PR person. They showed me the game. It's like, oh, this looks really cool. It's like The Sims in Space. You're building a, a space colony, and I remember getting the game and having fun with it, and immediately... Uh, maneuvered every like it's it's sort of like The Sims except pre-made characters that all have their own personalities, and so I just started maneuvering them all into uh, humiliating, self-destructive relationships with each other. <laughs> so like, oh, this there's this old mean lady who hates the the young female protagonist. They're going to sleep with each other now. Woo-hoo! <laughs> the last man on earth. If it was a game, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of, yeah, I guess. It just. <laughs> Yeah, being able to do that while also uh, building a space colony and having to worry about things like oxygen and food is like eh, and chum scrubbers. Fun. Let's not forget the chum mm. scrubbers. I'm I'm gonna assume that's a thing. <laughs> it wasn't the stupid space games I played. All right, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, I. It's also the nickname I gave to my crabs. Gross. It's hey, what else <laughs> came out this week? <laughs> Uh, I think that's about it. Uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare got some DLC. Q Chris Snoring. Uh, <coughs> Ascendance. But uh, for for PlayStation and PC, I guess. The game that exists to create new maps. Oh, it's, new maps. The, uh, it's the, like, because it came out on 360 or uh, and Xbox One a couple yes. weeks ago. It's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It's the... So just it's you know, the how come you guys are always in bed with Xbox? Oh my god, being, hey. being on the front lines because money, you assholes. Years. I'm yeah, sorry, it's just impossible. It's like, well, everybody's going to get everything eventually, but I don't have it now. I don't have it now, and you're the only one who's talking to me. That was really, honestly, that was my biggest mistake yeah. At, yeah. At, at Activision was uh, interfacing with yep. people. That yeah. was uh, oops. <laughs> <sighs> yep, uh, the joys of working community. You bet, baby. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, so Tropical 5 is coming to PS4 for hey. those of you who enjoy the Banana Republic strategy game. I I think those are fun. As long so. as they can call in the Old Navy. I, I don't know what reference <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Probably better You're forever 21, aren't yes. you? 
Anne just gave me a look like I'm disappointed in you. No, way. actually, that was my blank face look. I just, <laughs> I, I, I just I, have a serious case of rusting judgment face. Resting, resting ju- judgment. Also face. rusting. Getting that a lot. Also rusting judgment. You are, you are aging. I know. I know you're the youngest person I know. Aging. I'm about to celebrate uh, my quarter century birthday. Oh, Garfield's oh. birthday! I know Garfield's birthday. Oh, but uh, yeah, Tropical Five. You get to build a dynasty of dictators. Well, now on PS4, so you can also known as that- having children. Yeah, if I may be funny, how about uh, a dictity of dinetators? Ooh, I'm retiring. All right, thank you. We <laughs> all appreciate peaked. that. <laughs> you, you did peak in 2007, but you've peaked. I did. You shouldn't be listening to this. <laughs> Addictony of Dinetators. But it, uh, it adds an, is the first person to shoot. It me. adds an RPG aspect where you get to name successors oh. to your dictator. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and each one has different skills, and you can kind of uh, say like, okay, Wait, I want to, I want to give this person a nepotistic job so that they learn this skill that I can then incorporate into the next regime. Can you breed your dictators and create? Ultra dictator. No, I think you just have her two fingers in each hand to scissor one another. Yeah. Why is that happening? This is how dictators have sex, right? (laughs) Scissor. Scissoring. Scissoring Hitler. Well, when a mommy dictator and a daddy dictator love each other very much, I think it's two daddy dictators. They give birth to a Vita Peron. Is that not how? Is that not how that works? Yes. I've never had sex. (laughs) With a dictator. Thank With you so dictator. much for inviting me on the show, Michael. <laughs> I'm glad that there was an uh, open invitation. When and, Che Guevara uh, and Fidel you'll Castro never have, be back. have greasy butt sex. He's <laughs> the greasiest and the buttiest. I'm sorry. It's all right. I just, now I just want to break into, now I have a Peron hat. Like, I just want to do all of the Vita now that you've dropped that name. Let it go. Is that a Vita? No. Oh, my bad. You bastard. My bad. I only know two, two movies where women sing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh, here's a torture. Well, the other segue. one is Wayne's World. So it's like, <laughs> I was like the rose. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> that is. Here's a tortured segue. Guess what? Ava Perone is no longer in. She's no longer in the Ha Detroit. Damn it! I ran out of buttons on the soundboard. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> I'm so I'm laughing so hard. Oh, that's I almost farted. Good, dude. <sighs> <laughs> Oh, oh Jesus! Now I have to. Oh, that's my, I know. That's my thing. I actually I toured with a small local company of Avita through like Did you three really? states. Yeah, so I I know that entire show. I have a dark musical theater. Past. I forget. Yeah, how, how inclined yeah. you are to yeah, the tolerance you have towards musical theater is probably super high. No, not anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm done with it. My sister's big into that, so I grew up listening uh-huh. to all those review CDs. It's oh my god! I threatened that I was going to come on here and sing Shapoopy because uh, I've been Shapoopy. listening to Shapoopy jokes. The Music Man, yes, from yeah. the Music Man, which, which I, I love multiple times. Which, which we, you know, in theater you call it the Mucus Man. Oh come on, you take that back. Now a woman who'll kiss on the very first date is usually a hussy, <laughs> and a woman who'll kiss on the second time around is anything but fussy. But a woman who'll wait to the third time around, head in the clouds, feet on the ground, she's the girl you're glad you found. She's your Shapoopy. Poopy. Don't Shapoopy. fuck her. Don't Shapoopy. fuck her. Don't Shapoopy. fuck her on the first date. <laughs> that was not in my version. Oh, well, that's what they were saying. That girl, that's hard to get. That was like, that was William Hayes crossing out lines. <laughs> oh, God. Not that one. No, See, no. I just know that as a Family Guy joke. No, Sorry. When he, when he did well, the entire song. Right. That, like, I swear, like, I don't know why it was. This is not the podcast to say it on. 
Isn't everybody it? wanted to be in chorus in middle school, and the, the rule, if you want to be in chorus, is like everybody has to watch the music, man. Yeah. It's... And everybody wanted to be in chorus because it seemed like an easy thing to just be like, I am one singer in the field of a lot sure. of singers. Um, right. I need to try I the segue again. Are you saying again. you were in Sorry, chorus? yes. You had an Ava Perone This segue. is yes. my home. So Ava Perone is no longer in the... News? Oh, you ruined it. Is she oh. dead? The suspense. <laughs> Just in, Ava Perone is still dead. <laughs> I don't know who's dead or not. Yeah. You can't be in the news if you're dead, right? Well, well, nobody people, dead ever gets in the news. A lot of people news. can't be yeah, in the news. Not Certainly true. not the last I read couple an article weeks. about Andy Kaufman last no, week. No, no. Wow, so a bunch of shit going down at Konami, apparently. Yeah, um, that's crazy. Yeah, it's... Kind of sad I, that I said I was holding out hope uh, that this was a PR stunt that Kojima was doing something mm-hmm. really weird and nothing was wrong. But to delist yourself from the New York Stock Exchange—that's not a, it's a little far to go for a prank. Man, a joke. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, I hope so. Not. I, I'm still like, there's still in the back of my so, mind, still hope. For those who haven't been following the story, it started with uh, somebody tweeting that they had talked to Guillermo del Toro about Silent Hills, asked him what's going on with it, and he said. Yeah, it's it's not happening, sadly, because you know everybody's worried about it after Hideo Kojima announced he was because you know you don't pay me enough to, be to put a Konami. gag order on me and impress him. Yeah. on Guillermo. So Guillermo del Toro mm-hmm. said it wasn't happening. Norman Reedus followed up and said it wasn't happening. But it, but also this is following up. Well, on... they also like canceled his like they're like oh yeah Norman Reedus' contract is up. Oh, or our right. contract with also, Norman Reedus has expired or something like that. Like what? Kojima is not at Konami and Konami deleted Kojima Productions and that logo yeah. from. In existence. Yikes. And then they said that uh, they wouldn't comment on whether or not Silent Hills was canceled, but they said they, they will move forward with more Silent Hill games in the future. So I'm, I'm sure well, they will. I'm assuming we'll get a Book a s- of Memories 2 at some point. Yeah. Wasn't there a statement where they were saying something about, um, I think you're thinking Shattered Memories? Shattered Dimension. No, I'm thinking of Book of Memories on Vita. Oh. The, Which one am I thinking? Shattered, Shattered, Shattered Memories. Oh, okay. I'm going to say Shattered for the um, But anyway. Shattered you. Memories was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was. Wasn't there a statement where they said something about, you know, Silent Hills isn't dead, but it it, it will be undergoing serious changes or something like that. Well, that was, the, the that was other something thing, I read earlier. The, the big thing was uh, misreading. this was all heralded by them pulling PT from the PlayStation Store. Mm-hmm. So uh, I thought it was up until Wednesday. Uh, which will be after <laughs> this goes up. Oh, right. So, uh, which we streamed yeah. in honor of it being pulled. So if you uh, don't really have that in. by the time you're listening Did to you this, you will yourself? not have another opportunity. There is, there is a scene where Dave is playing, and I move my chair all the way to the back of the room because I don't want to endure any more. I'm a real big wuss when it comes to stuff like that. Like, I am I'm, too. I, I still haven't finished Amnesia, which yeah, is fantastic. I, which, which was great. And like, like, but I I'm, I'm having trouble. Like, I have to play it ten minutes yeah. at a time. Outcast, I love you. Even Five Nights at Freddy's. I keep buying the Freddy's games. I haven't yeah. played any of them. I made Michael <laughs> play everything while I looked down and pretended to read comments so he would endure scary things. Uh-huh. Oh, and man. not me. But yeah, that PT demo was like... Well, first of all, I had to look up all the answers on the internet because yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. It's, but it was just so deeply disturbing. It's and I'm like, so it's disturbing. Really I, can I, this? I'm an adult. I, I can handle some scary... Oh my God. I <laughs> fucking love horror games because yeah. I love to be terrified. That's the same reason I love horror movies, mm-hmm. love horror games, because I... But I also... Spook real easy. Right. Like, very easily. I'm a screamer, for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I love it. Like, it's one of my favorite things. When I can get that... 
fucked up over something that I'm like, no, no, if no. You, <laughs> I did. I did want to talk. To, I think I did talk to you about that earlier. I am actually very concerned. I'm becoming too much of a wuss towards that, and I need to. Because I used to love scary. Oh, movies. we should watch it. Follows. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. Like mm-hmm. if we can, if it's there's good. a way we can watch it. Um, when I was playing PT, uh, an earthquake suddenly hit the Bay Area. Jeez. And you're Jesus. like, this is awesome. And you're like, well, I'm like, house. Dave and I are playing, you, like if you watch the stream, we're playing in the middle of the day. Uh, the wind starts pushing up against the outdoor uh, water spigot. And it's fucking terrifying. There's blinding sunlight in the room. Terrifying. Mm. There's a guy working in the bathroom in the apartment next door drops his wrench. We bu- like just arms <laughs> flailing, like, like God! it was so terrifying. Like I, I don't, I don't. I used to love that. I really did. And I, it's one of the, Silent Hill was always the best at the the ambiance of yeah. horror. Ambiance, ambiance of horror, ambiance of horrors. Um, that was not horror. That was yeah. one syllable. Yeah. Um, but they pulled their the, the demos. Gone by Demo's now. gone as of yeah. By the time uh, you're hearing time this, yeah. Yeah. well, I don't know. How much do we want to say about this? Uh, because, because to me, it, it was really depressing. I feel like we don't yeah. know anything. I, about don't, it. I don't like. I don't yeah. like people saying like. like I mean, right, they didn't. Like, they never what, really revealed much about the game in general. I think. So. Well, in, in having worked on that side of the, the the industry, like that was way too early to reveal nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't plug it in. That, that was way too early to reveal nothing, and especially when the guys making it are all busy doing other things. Um, way too early. Well, it was it, it was an E three thing, right? Yeah, 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 it was yeah it like was. we need we need an event. But right. it's like but it's like E three is in one month. Yeah, and there's not a single uh, there. <laughs> there's not a fragment of gameplay to show. Right. Period. So it's, it was a little too early to reveal anything. And I also because well, I got back in the country. Nothing and forgot, though. I mean, that was a pretty crazy reveal. It was a Hills? great reveal. It was a great reveal. I mean, even the, you but say the reveal, they revealed nothing, but they had f- like. However long it took you to play that demo, that's, a fucking demo of the game. Yeah, or one, one year really... before a gameplay trailer. There's nothing to show for that. game. Yeah, but if it you're trying exist. to get people like, you know, why you want to get on our side totally. and buy into the hardware th- because it. we've got this coming, and you it complete... doesn't matter when it comes. I feel like I, that was a pretty fucking strong. I completely get that, but there is no game. There wasn't a game. If if, right. if, if, if like the game wasn't canceled today, there still is no game. There is nothing <laughs> to show at E3. Period. The dude, the people most highly involved, Kojima, is working on getting another game out. There is no game. Yeah, and but I mean, I I totally think it was a, early, a hardware play. But I, like, but I couldn't believe you want many... PS4 more than you want Xbox One because we we've, we've got this in the wings. I wasn't oh, okay. I'll buy the system that has I the game that I want to play. I wasn't you know? in that camp, but there was like people like this was my restored faith in the next generation, and like right. I think well, you should play some Bloodborne. But, yeah. but <laughs> now you say but, that, but then you said. They didn't show anything, and yet it was enough to make you think, "I need this." You're right. They did show so stuff think, like I think. I think it's one of the best content. free games that has been released yeah. in the yeah, last yeah, twelve yeah. months. Yeah. For sure, for yeah. sure. That's a, that's an excellent point. As yeah. a free game goes, like it's like, hey, that was a great hour. Yeah, that's been an awesome hour. Like, and that's if you're not reading a guide, you will not mm-hmm. figure that shit out by yourself in no. an hour. No, oh, God, no. no. Yeah, you will just. But it's it's disconcerting because they're talking to yourself. Like, how do I do this again? I want to hold out that it's a a PR joke because there's like what's great is like there's other PR Metal Gear jokes that are coming out right now. The guy doing a head transplant and that doctor who's yeah that that was weird. And then like that's that's part of Kojima's joke, which makes this hard to be like, is this real or not? Right? Is this real or Mm -hmm. not? And, And but it does seem real, and I was hoping it was something a little different but it looks to me like konami's withdrawing from the united united states 
That well, they're withdrawing as an investment entity in the U.S. I think uh, as a the, publisher the, in the United States. The speculation is that yeah, they don't really have much that's that good in the U.S. Let's that, say that I knew that someone who worked in. for a Japanese company. Okay, <laughs> um, it's not a good climate for like they 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 spend way too much on games, mm-hmm. and there are only certain games that they make that work in the West. Yeah, and if you're Konami, that's Metal Gear, the game that's delayed constantly. Mm-hmm. Costs millions and millions of dollars, and it's the only one the West cares about. Konami releases games all the time. Well, you I, don't see and don't give a shit. About. I read somewhere that like video games right now are only about five percent of their total assets. Like, yeah. they they run a, a chain of fitness centers in Machine, Japan. Like, they, they do most of their money. Like eighty percent of their revenue is from Pachinko. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's I I can totally see that. Like I'm saying, this is a money losing proposition. We we're losing the one guy who could get the West interested <laughs> in our game. So. Let's, yeah, let's do this before we die a slow death. Money is always a huge factor, but just to be a little biased, I will say if you're constantly screaming at them for games they can't afford to produce, hmm. you look like, like well, why are we here? Why, are we, why do we... Re- right. Are we after this audience who like screams for something to make, then we make it, and then they don't buy it, and then they yell at us some more? Uh, it looks like a place you don't want to be. And that, that that's what f- my fear about Konami, because I have a fucking deep history with Konami. Russian attack, track and field, Dan? Russian attack, track and field. Track and field? I'm, I will still take anybody, at, any day, at CalExtreme. Uh, I, I will They made I will all the Tiny you. Tunes games, the Contra game, like, almost every Contra game they've ever made is amazing. Uh, I love Konami, and I, I to me, this looks like a retreat from the West. As a publisher, I, what, what's weird is that, like, probably other publishers will publish Konami games at this point. I think there are only a few Japanese publishers... Um, well, I mean, if, you, if you're Sony or Microsoft and Konami's like, well, look, yeah. you know, like, we want to put out another Metal Gear. Uh, yeah, we're interested. Yeah. You know, like, no, instantly, no, let's sure. have a meeting, mm-hmm. you know? But I, I do think, uh, I think maybe a relationship between Kojima and Metal Gear is what I think Americans look at as the saving grace of Konami. Because, like, that's the only game you had that's worthwhile. Mm. They make a ton of other stuff. You just don't play it. But that relationship. Guitar freaks. Guitar <laughs> Yep. That relationship may become... Saw one and two. I, it, oh, yeah. <laughs> it bums me out that that relationship may become un- un- untenable because it's... We're not going to spend $80 million on one game so the West might play it. Right. Uh, that's terrifying. Uh, uh, it just it doesn't make business sense to them. You know? Totally. Like, and and, and, and I makes, don't blame them. Yeah, I don't blame them either. But like, I don't want to see Konami but it's sad. go away. They're a huge part of my life. Like Huge part of my life, period. Konami is a huge part of my life. Uh, and that's. I hope this is a joke. I hope it's. <laughs> I hope it's part of the metal gear marketing. I, 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 I think. think so. I think you need to prepare yourself for the worst. I, yeah. I, again, I, I'll be naive as long as I have to be. All right. And when that right. happens, we'll just do a whole fucking two weeks of like Konami celebration. Konami, I know. I know. I've said it on the show before. Hmm. I've never really played any of the metal gear games, even though they're exactly the kind of game I always like. Mm-hmm. But I do fucking love the Silent Hill games. So mm. honestly, that is super, super sad for me. Yeah. Just really sad. I, I think it was... Because I loved the PT demo. I thought it was f- fucking awesome. And it was a really good step towards that franchise that I think had been... A- absolutely. Taking a, a lot of wayward steps and the fans had been very tolerant towards I mean, what I consider hot garbage. Um, and Silent Hill in recent, like Downpour, not great, but Shattered Memories. Um, that was I like really Downpour good. a lot. I think it's an underrated. Downpour game. was fine. They're all six. It had it, it was had kind of crappy <laughs> combat and some really really good moments, mostly in its side quests. Like its side quests were kind of amazing, and then the the main game itself, the, was, the main story was sort of meh. meh I mean, okay. it just didn't have those awesome. Memory worthy 
moments, you know? Like, you can specifically recall call back to, yeah. like, oh, remember that one thing in, in Silent Hill 2? The dog ending. The dog ending. Well, I, re- I recall certain things from Downpour, like the school where you have to, like, assemble all these things for a school play. Like, yeah, I have to get this oh. paper you can use to make thunder noises yeah, and this other stuff. You have to and then, set up the music yeah. from, like, the balcony. Yeah. And then once you get it set up, like, there's, there's like, a, a you know, night in the woods set on the stage. And then you go and into then, that yeah, night in it the ex- woods it set. It expands and becomes really, a real that, forest. That was a really cool scene. Yeah, yeah. and there's, there's other things, like... There's a place where you have to reconstruct the scene of a murder by playing a record backward, and then you watch the whole thing unwind and reverse. You're right. There were some good. Right. I'm, I'm there selling, were good. Moments. I am selling the series short. It was a really good place for like great set pieces that like mm-hmm. music videos used to be the the one haven for. Here's a really weird music sequence. Videos. Mm. Music videos used to be a way to like. We don't need a narrative reason to construct a really weird scene. Yeah, we can just do something avant-garde. You're right. There's a bunch of that shit in Silent Hill. Like, here's a really weird tableau, and it's going to unfold in front of you as part of a creepy scene. And and the PT demo reminded me of that. Like, that's this is all really weird, and it doesn't need an explanation. And I don't need to know why eyeballs are spinning on the wall. Like, Uh that's this is everything game should be. Or why there's suddenly a lady who's stalking me. Yeah. Like, and I'm super. I'm really bummed out about that. (laughs) Apparently, <laughs> like, just get, all I can do in the next generation Fetus is join the American scary. military and destroy brown people. Yeah. That, um, how did we get there? It's just the only games, fucking dependable thing in this fucking industry. Well, speaking of which, uh, Call of Duty. <laughs> See? Uh, See? Black Ops 3 just put out a trailer where it looks a lot like Titanfall. Just saying. Very, you know, like somebody said, like, first it was... Uh, modern day, then it was near future, now it's capital F future. Right. Uh, which I thought was a really good way of putting it. Our old company? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all used to work for future. Yeah, right. how about that? Yeah. And we're not on our gag order. Fuck it. No, no, no. Um, I, I like the Black Ops series. Of, of, of all yeah. the, the Call of Duty stuff, I, mm-hmm. I do like the Black Ops stuff the most. I like the gameplay the most. The the, the multiplayer feels like it's the right pace to me. Some of the other games are a little too fast, too cutthroat. So, uh, but I also kind of like the near future, you know, recent past. You know, but this crazy... is like advanced warfare kind of yeah. future, where you know you've got all these crazy bits and bots and yeah. you know, wall running, and, and that's that cool. Up, to, that's you know? that's cool. To me. Yeah, like, also, like, I'm good with that. There seems to be like a Deus Ex aspect to it, where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, everybody's got these cybernetic augmentations. Yeah, but I was, I was fake arms and shit. I saw somebody tweeting about it, and they're like. Yes, because Deus Ex and Metal Gear are literally the only pieces of medium that have ever done that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, they're well, not, not everybody's like, still familiar with Cyberpunk. Black Ops well, 3 I, is not yeah. a rip-off, What I like about guys. Black Ops is it's this one connected story in Call of Duty that actually makes a lot more sense than, no offense, Modern Warfare, but mm-hmm. like... It makes sense. Like it's this, yeah. this interesting little side cool that uh, that takes place within the Call of Duty universe, and it's, yeah. it is the most compelling one in my opinion. Um, and it's and, and it's going to go. I never played Black Ops too. I, I was do out, feel bad about that. It's worth I was playing. out of the country. Okay. Didn't you see this at all? Uh, I played a ton of Titanfall, mm-hmm. and Titanfall mm-hmm. was very underplayed because of I think its exclusivity mm-hmm. um, the, on the worst platform that exists. Uh, watch <laughs> our WWE stream if you'd like to see how terrible the Xbox One is for its own games. <laughs> terrible I need to see you go do a one eighty on that thing. Well, it, it's it's well it well we'll get into that with the. Skyrim stuff like it, yeah. I, it like it, it was clear that like when we're playing this WWE game play offline syncing data 
You can't sync offline if you're not plugged in. It was clearly meant to be a plugged in all the time system, mm-hmm. and WWE didn't get the memo. So we're trying to play offline, and it's just not fucking working. Um, and I understand that can be frustrating, but like we're streaming, our online connection is stable. Mm-hmm. Sorry, uh, but but I loved Titanfall. I think it had a lot of great advancements towards a first person shooter. And I do think the most most of the like clearly more people bought a PS4. They don't have any idea what Titanfall is like. Good for somebody to rip off. Titanfall, a game that no one, pe- not enough people have played. Sure, there's there's not enough people playing right now. We uh, Dave and I loaded up the other day, and there just weren't people in the servers after a year of being huh. out. That's surprising. But let's move on to another piece of news that's uh, burning up the internet shit this week. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm so mad. So Valve, yeah this this one like the the anger is sort of staggering that Valve introduced paid DLC for Skyrim mm-hmm. and people lost their shit to the point where Valve just a few days later did a 180 and said like okay we're pulling this. Well, as of the time of recording and, this and putting happened out an today. Apology. Yeah. Well it happened like this is the like I came back and tried I gotta do Veggie Game oh, no, Apocalypse in a few hours. What's everybody talking about? It's just this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I had to dig as far as I could to find out what people's fucking problem was. Well I think that there are some legit issues that were raised totally. with the DLC and that like it. it was based on something else that someone else had done. Like this sure. fishing uh, mod that somebody had made and was asking for money for was based partly on someone else's work. I think there wasn't, yes. an, there wasn't didn't enough have permission from that person. Mm-hmm. Justification for it to exist uh, yeah. at the time it decided to exist. Well, and then a lot of it is just the typical knee-jerk... You're charging for something that should be free. And that's what I fought myself on and, like, instantly complaining about. Because mm-hmm. I thought it was all that. And for a, to a large extent, it is. Yeah. I'm used to getting this for free. And I, therefore, I should always get that's it That's definitely free. a part of because it. Because what, what it is, it, it, we say it's the Skyrim community mm-hmm. yelling about this because they're getting it. Whereas Valve has done this for all of their games. Yeah. Forever. And has, I think, made other people $57 million on like people who community develop games to the Steam Workshop. It's a great tool. And the idea of like you want great shit for your games. Uh, publishers like, but those aren't going to keep making a lot of stuff. They're just not. The games will, will go on for years, and those people probably deserve a little compensation. It's, it's happened less and less where I get yelled at, You guys are asking for money again! <laughs> like, I do this all day. Right. Like, you do want some compensation, and... You'll get better stuff mm-hmm. by compensating uh, your modders, but but they ran into like mm-hmm. people that you're stealing code. Uh, hey, this Batman Naruto boner that I made is now I can't make this anymore if I'm selling it, mm-hmm. and that's that is part of the fun of mods is like the unofficial anything goes. Hey, yeah. whatever, I just made this thing and everybody can download it for free, so <laughs> yeah. nobody's getting ripped yeah, off, the, right? The, the super illegal, like I don't want that to go away either. But it does. It's harder. Everybody to, gets to perform Naruto's sexy no jutsu <laughs> in Skyrim, and everyone's nude. It makes it a lot harder to exist All in the an official world where people get. It's the paid. nude orc mod. <laughs> I, I, Isn't Naruto a child? Why yeah. Is he naked? Not anymore. No, but he has a sexy no jutsu where a bunch of bikini girl versions of himself yeah. pop into existence. Mm. Aren't you glad you yes. asked? Mm-hmm. And has an erection. Anime is strange, <laughs> Anne. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, yes. I don't get it. But, uh, but it makes all that weird stuff a little harder to grease through, and at least something. I think if other people are being paid, the people who made free shit that is un uh, unbillable mm. will be harder to make. Maybe. Um, but I, I don't know about that because I mean it's not like they're saying now all mods for Skyrim are paid. No, but nobody can make a Batman mod and sell it. 
No, but they can't no. make it for free, That's which true. they would be doing anyway. I think this would change that economy. I think there are a couple mm. people, especially in Skyrim... Just like are, you have to pay for games and nobody makes free games Well, at do you all. remember when Skyrim first came... Like, I was working with Tyler, PC Gamer, and, like, like the modders improved that game drastically. Mm-hmm. Improved frame rate, improved yep, yep. textures. And I think they should have been compensated at the time. I think they should be compensated now. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't... I don't I also like they're really silly. I like the Battletoads being in Skyrim, and I don't know if those people are allowed to make money, yeah. but those are really good. Those, those look really good, and mm-hmm. like it would, it does, it does run the risk of disrupting the mod community by allowing some people to charge and some people to not charge. It, it's, it's being a content creator myself. I had to decide last week. Nintendo released uh, Mario Kart DLC. I desperately want to stream that. Nintendo will steal all the money. Mm. Do I do it or do I do I do something else? The community wants to see Mario Kart DLC. I want to do that, but I can't make money. So I did it anyway. For no money and wore a Hitler mustache. Fuck you, Miyamoto. Take that. <laughs> Take your blood money. And <laughs> Well, let's let's get into some other uh, divisive topics. Uh, Hatred now has a date. Oh, good. It's coming out June 1st. Are you streaming that with me? Uh, we can, sure. Oh, thank God. I knew everybody else would say no. I, thought, I really thought you would, too. Uh, why would I say no? Because Dave and Henry are super hyper pussies. I don't, I don't like, fucking I, care. Let's do Postal 2 beforehand. Yeah, that game is also a piece I'll of shit. I'll Gary Coleman all day long. Dead or not. <sighs> what? It happened in the game. I, I, I collect... Uh, I have a nice collection of, of inappropriate games or controversial games. You know, I have BMX XXX. I have the guy game. Probably I have good. Manhunt 2 on several platforms. Uh, so I'm I'm buying Hatred just for the collection. I don't know if I'll play it. Oh, I have the, the JFK assassination game, too. Uh, oh, yeah, that was, that uh, was yeah, cool. Yeah, JFK Reloaded. I um, actually, yeah, I actually won the money by recreating the assassination perfectly. You did not. No, of course I did. Nobody yeah. did. It's Nobody a, did. That it's was the whole point. But see, that's that's kind of what I liked about it is that it had, like, there was a certain, uh, there was a weird educational thing. You it Basically, it was... Uh, it was the JFK assassination, and you are the shooter, and, and so you, you have to the, re- the place where in, the FBI says you're in the was. book depository, and you have to recreate the shots that killed the president, and you are scored at the end about the exact trajectories of the bullets and exactly how it happens. Did so you hit the governor, right? And, uh, and it has you have to get the bullets to go through the right people through the correct organs and take the right trajectories. And there's a maximum score. And if you can match that, they said if anybody could make the actual shots that supposedly were in the Warren Commission report, then uh, you would win like a million dollars or something like that. Nobody could do it. We all know that's impassable. Yeah. Nobody could do it. So, yeah. So, I I have a collection of those weird games. I'll probably buy Hatred just, you know, because of what it represents. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, I don't like what it represents. Yeah. I don't necessarily like what it represents either. I don't... I don't want to really support a game that's like, hey, I'm just mindless violence. I want to make that sound like I wasn't trying to distinguish myself from you. (laughs) Like, uh, like, but I like... I do like that it exists. I, I like mindless violence games and, you know, I'm a little weirded out by the allegations that, like, yeah, some of the guys developing it have ties to white nationalist groups. It's like... Well, as long as they're able to keep that sentiment out of the game and it's equal opportunity violence, then okay. Right, but I don't want a game where I'm like, I don't want it to be ethnic cleansing where I'm killing right. people because. Is of... that the one stream we never published that we did at GR? What? We ethnic did a, cleansing? We, yeah, we did the first one. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I never I, did. It took that. me like a two days to get it working. Wow. And uh, we went through all the channels, like, we're not publishing this. Wow. I'm like, well, we should. It was like, it was almost at the end of like. I understand. This is terrible. I mean, this I also terrible. I also collect books about the history, like the etymology. Oh, sorry, it was a fake stream where we weren't live, 
but we were all talking over it. Oh. It was a FAP, sort yeah, of? Yeah, FAP. For, for ethnic cleansing. Yeah. I collect books about uh, the etymology of swearing Ooh. and, like, the history of controversial language and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So uh, this is, to me, this is just an extension of that. Like, mm-hmm. if this has this many people angry about it, mm-hmm. I want to experience it, I want to look at it, and I want to figure out what makes it so wrong to so these... many people. Whether I agree with it or not, I kind of just look at it academically. Yeah, these are these are naughty things made by yeah. probably just normal people. Probably. Um, I don't know. I, I don't want to look into it anymore. <laughs> to that's be totally fine. honest, no, that's fine. But, but uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm much more of like a. Hmm, let's look at this from a sociological perspective. I, w- I would, but I also like love the idea in the streaming world. Like we're going to play this, and it's going to make us really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And you're going to you're going to watch that. And Absolutely. I hope if it makes us uncomfortable to a point, it's where it's, a horror game. It's yeah, <laughs> it's, you know, like it's literally. But like if it's literally terrible, like unconscionable, right? Like we're playing this, and you're not, and you don't have to pay. Right, you don't have to pay your money to mm-hmm. something you are morally you morally object to, but I know you want to see well, it because I, mean, I do too. It has yeah. that isometric perspective that makes me think of the original Postal, right? Mm. And it's like if you can murder a marching band, I am a hundred percent on board. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's that is absolutely the scene that defined Postal. Yes, to the me last too. thing you to see everybody. will be the ghost of John Phillips. Well, Lisa. you know, through all of those things, through all the the controversial games up to this point, the number one thing that you always see is some uh, parental group or some politician or somebody saying, "I don't have to play it to." know that it's garbage <laughs> and so i'm like no i think right. you do i, I, I think that you have to if you believe this is a, a terrible thing you have to stare that demon down you need yeah. to internalize what this game really offers and then you can speak from a no this can't exist if you want to take that hard line and say this yeah. can't exist it's because and because this is what i felt when i when i played it you know, so, uh, you know, if nothing mm-hmm. else, I don't want to, like, you know, when I heard about this, I'm like, oh, I don't think this is a good idea for the industry. I think this brings on a lot. I mean, like, Thrill Kill. Again, we were talking about this a little bit before, I think, off mic, but, you know, I've got collections of, of various builds of Thrill Kill that I got when I was in the press. And GamePro did, a, like, an eight, a six or eight page uh, strategy guide on Thrill Kill that got killed at the last minute because mm-hmm. all of a sudden, mm-hmm. oops, it's not being published. Yep. And we had to scramble to cover and make a, a feature that, that took up that space. But I was like, you know, this should exist because this should exist because it's not that bad. And EA was like, no, we're just like, we don't feel that it's worthy of publication. And I remember being super angry about it. And then three years later, I'm like, oh, thank God that did not bur- <laughs> Like, it didn't, like, that was not a, that's not a sword I wanted to fall on on behalf well, of the video game industry. It, but like, we're not there anymore, right? Right. Artistically, like, hey, I want to do something, like, nasty. Okay, go ahead. Because yeah. artistically, I support that. But then, like, in tr- like thinking about how Fox News and, and these crazy right-wing folks are going to be like, roar, this is, games are terrible, look at that. I mean, they couldn't even handle math. Effect having a like you know still, still a kiss sex box and, and, and qu- you know, is it sex exactly? But like, I always point back to they tried that shit with the no Russian mission, which is like right which is the same kind of unconscionable, and they tried and like and the the reaction of the audience was like my kids play Call of Duty, fuck you, right? Like this, mm-hmm. my, I don't my know. kids I just, play Steam. Like I don't think this is gonna make this is not gonna hit mainstream at all. It's more about I think it's more insular like. Well, yeah, maybe it is. But you know, my my thought is like, ah, oh, do we really do we want to defend this? Like, yeah, you know, no, like if you no, believe in free speech, you have well, to defend I, the worst thing that you would never want to. I you don't there. personally believe, yes, but I am there. do we all want to have to defend video games as like, oh, look at all, how far we've come? And I think is that this you what can, we want to do. You know, you can defend the people's right to make something mm-hmm. like this. But that doesn't mean you have to support it right. with your dollars. That's true. That's yep. absolutely so you can 100% say, true. I believe that this person should be able to make what the f- whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that they should be able to be like, I made this horrible 
thing and I made so much money on it. Look at my Ferrari. Look at my Ferrari. Oh, no. That's not how this was supposed to turn out. They should be able to make what they want. And you know what but is, I don't necessarily you know what, think that I should give them my money. I did. Yeah. That's fair. You saying that made me think of that. That's how I feel too. And you know what is never the case. See, that's the thing, though. I always feel like, oh, they made a horrible thing. Now I have to give them my money because they made an awful thing, and what? I don't have a choice in the oh, matter. Later time, we'll give them money. <laughs> later time, we'll give them money, and we'll use it as a write-off on the government taxes. It'll be great. <laughs> but it, 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 what you made me think of the one thing no one ever said. This is like this game is. Uh, unspeakable it is deplorable mm-hmm. uh it is m- morally objectionable but it is so good <laughs> it is so that's kind of what i'm hoping is, is going to so happen good. like it's what like, what i worry about is it's like but, oh it's so it's but, morally objectionable and so awful to watch and it's just it but sucks that's to what play. will never ever happen it'll yeah. never happen to where the game that's that that's its cachet uh-huh Oh, but you all have to see it. Oh, my God. It's like the brown bunny of video games. That's the thing. you you got to see it. I'm going to bring it back to Postal 2. I will say that is one of my favorite demos of all time. Because you get tricked into being the full game? No, because just wandering (laughs) around town, bashing people's heads off with a shovel or setting them on fire with a taser and then pissing the fire (laughs) out is incredibly fun. But then you get into the actual game... And you get to the point where, like, people are shooting at me for no goddamn reason. This is really (laughs) repetitive and boring. It fucking sucks. It's not fun anymore. It hasn't been fun for hours. So I think if I've proven anything in my history on this show is that I'm a fucking terrible person when Mm -hmm. it comes to games. I love playing the bad guy. If there's a moral choice thing, I will always be the fucking worst person oh, I wow. possibly can. You and I are opposites. I'm the Boy Scout. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. I, I, will, I will just kill everything. The And this is going to make me sound terrible. Almost more than like the moral objections that I have to this game, which I just did air quotes, and I don't know why. The moral objection I have to this game... The main character seems like the biggest fucking douchebag <laughs> ever. Mm-hmm. And that is what turns me off. It's like, you bitch, quit whining. Ugh, you're the worst. That is my biggest problem with this game is that the main character makes me want to rip my face off and throw it in a trash The genocide compactor. is okay, but he's really unlikable. Well, I mean, <laughs> I... part of it. My, whenever I play a game like Fallout, I am a genocidal maniac. I kill entire towns full of people but because hey, I them. can. No, no, well, no, not really, like though. <laughs> In Megaton, it's not me or it's them. Not you it's or them. I want to see sure. the pretty explosion. Right. Like, that's... Come on. I was all like, I don't want to get too close well, to the bomb. I don't I want think, to... I think Ian <laughs> brings up a good point. She's playing games to do reprehensible... When I do these reprehensible <laughs> things, in my mind, my character is still this charming person who can like smooth things over Maybe with Hello! Cars. Hold on but a second. Let me just char- detonate this bomb. Main, okay. Uh, hey. <laughs> but the main character in Hatred is just this... The world. The I'm not worst the problem. person. The world is the problem. The, worst, the world is a vampire. Is it a drain? <laughs> it needs cleansing. I'm the answer. It's, the it's city like, will it's, ask me for this, help, this and I will say no. No, fuck you. White it supremacist. Even matter how hard you try. Look, it looks like the white supremacist <laughs> Boondock Saints script. Uh, it's. Uh, yeah. I, like, uh, it's just like, nothing uh, looks good about it. But I want. At no it. point will the main character ever say, "I'm a laser toting love magnet." <laughs> 
He Thank makes you, Phil. Me, he makes me want to like take a shower forever. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and a not like a good, like a sexy shower, like a I have dip, grease kind of. and grime yeah. and I horrible all over. Too so bad I installed the slow mo setting this morning. Uh, in the shower, really great. yeah, like it's yeah, <laughs> well, automatically everything. Well, uh, I want to end this segment on a positive note. And sure, and you got another release Satan trailer this week that I'm very happy about in holiday 2015. Mm. Hopefully, we will have Just Cause Three, Woo! Woo-hoo! which has oh, an awesome fucking trailer. That gameplay trailer was so good. Where's it set? It's so good. Uh, somewhere where there's lots of jets and explosive but, things. Like a yeah. tropical setting? Uh, it looks kind of tropical. Okay. I mean, it looks sort of like two, but better. Yeah, uh, it's it. it's in the Mediterranean. That's mm. right. I remember reading that now. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. So it's not come. It's tzatziki sauce. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this isn't the same thing, but like, but like they released... I, I, I associate this with the same companies, because Just Cause 2 was released at the same time by IDOS as with Arkham. Mm-hmm. But Arkham uh, Knight got a full trailer with a very firm release date of uh, what? Uh, June 23rd? June 23rd. Whatever. Like, yeah, Arkham Knight is, is definitely, 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 definitely coming at a specific mm-hmm. date. Very excited. I haven't, I'm sorry, I haven't seen the Just Cause 2. Right three after my birthday. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, but I'll be asleep my entire birthday because it is the day after E3. Oh, huh. It's his birthday. I'm doing no. my worst Lorenzo music uh, right cool. now. Oh it's birthday. It's birthday. Uh, which also getting a DVD release, uh, the background of my phone. Dan, see if you remember that. Uh, Twice Upon a Time, the George Lucas Luminescent. Uh, never nope. mind. It's the subject for an upcoming me, laser sorry. time. That's okay. I want to see if you remembered it because you were mm. living in the Bay Area at the time. Hmm. All right. Well, we should probably move on to the community segment. I disagree. I know you do. You uh, hate it. I'm Army. pro community, so I say yay. I think. This <laughs> community segment. These are the people who listen. We don't understand why. <laughs> I know I don't. Jesus Christ. What's wrong with you people? Keith David is the new cast member, motherfuckers. Keith oh, no. We're back to that again? Oh, I love Keith oh, David. Oh, please, no. Owl Woman Hill. Can you sing Shapoopy as Keith David? Shapoopy. Shapoopy. <laughs> <laughs> they should have stood in bed. I no, should have stood in bed. You put, uh, you put him on. I ain't nobody's fourth Ghostbuster. It's his line from Community. <laughs> Last week's question of the week... Was what's your favorite Star Wars game? Mm. Somebody who wasn't here last Daniel. week want to answer? Yeah, I actually thought about this. Um, because I still play uh, Star Wars The Old Republic with my wife. Mm-hmm. Every week we have a double date with another couple, and the four of us are Jedi, and we go around and we save galaxies. I saw it recently um, on a stream. It looked really fucking good. Still lots of fun. Still basically the same core experience. Mm-hmm. You know, some some extended missions and some new stuff and lots, you know, stuff mm-hmm. to keep people playing. Uh, but I got to, like, as with all things Star Wars, nostalgia always wins. And the greatest Star Wars game that nobody mentioned last week was the 1983 Vector arcade game from Atari. Ah, yes. No, I thought about with that. With the fantastic yeah. XY controller sitting in a cockpit it was mind with blowing. that. And and then being at, like early revs of that game, you can tell if you have an early chipset because they snuck in a secret message on the Death Star as you're zooming in uh, to do the trench run. And he says, mm-hmm. Red 5, I'm going in. And if you look, there's, there's writing on the Death Star in the early version. One of them says, May the Force be with you. And Lucas was like, yeah, that's really corny. That's not, you know, like, please take that out. So later revs just have sort of like a weird dot pattern where they had to disconnect the lines of the words that said, may the force be with you. Uh, So next time you play that, uh, however you play that. uh, But yeah, like that that was just uh, keeping in mind that I was 
uh, of the right age when I, that came out. So sitting down in a in a plywood cockpit, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with stereo speakers behind your head well, I, and I, I, shooting like crazy. <laughs> oh, absolutely, that's my. I wanted to give a quick game. shout out because I was in Japan right when um, the the Namco Pod came out. Like, oh yeah, have yeah. you heard about that? You heard about this you battle about pod? This? Yeah, the, the battle pod came out and like it finally hit. California this week in like a big way and a bunch of a couple of my friends David have put Buster's up, has it or yeah they've been right? putting up videos of it like this and that just it felt looks like, so cool it's what I, felt, it felt amazing though but it's it's my friends taking video of a, of an arcade game I know and I, I can't that's just I never can't, happened we've yeah, never I, had portable video technology and something interesting in an arcade at oh the same man, time it looks in cool. life I wish I could I'm just gonna I can't download this yeah I can't download it I, it's, it's available it's that's the key. Oh, it was, it's so weird, and like it looks really fucking cool. When home games started to take over the market from mm-hmm. arcades, the arcade guys that like I was interviewing at the time, mm-hmm. they're like, we realize we have to create uh, experiences that are interesting enough to make you leave the house. Mm-hmm. Like, we know that we're losing ground, so we have to give you something inherently that you can't do at home. And they weren't ultimately able to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they tried a lot of different things. Uh, but they didn't kind of get there. Mm-hmm. So this is the first thing in a long time that is Not that exact thing. Like, that's it. You will leave the house to do this thing. Good luck curving a screen around your forehead. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until Oculus comes out. Not that, that, ah, you know. had to ruin it! I'm sorry. Man? Yes? Oh, not, oh, yeah, not Dan. Dan and Dan. Dan and Dan. Dan and Dan. And Dan. What's your favorite Star Wars game, Ian? So, I've talked about it many times on the show, but I still fucking love KOTOR. But, it's really good. more relevant I love to fucking recent... KOTOR. I do love fucking KOTOR. I did, more a lot of, I did a lot of fucking in KOTOR. But, um, There's nothing robotic about that. You relevant, shut your mouth. I think I, I loved the Battlefront games. And now we're getting a new one, which I'm sure we've already talked about. It's kind of but a I'm really jumping s- off point. I'm really stoked on that. It looks really oh, cool. was that the jumping? I didn't. I don't ever listen to the show. I just jerk. Mm. No. <laughs> um, no, I just have to delete. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I actually don't delete. I subscribe. Hey, I encourage you to do that. And too. I save them up I mean, for road trips when I have to make long drives. All right. Which is when. So, I make long drives every couple weeks. Mm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Bladed Falcon was the first to answer. And said uh, on the forum, so he gets read first, The Empire Strikes Back for the Super Nintendo. That's good. Super Empire Strikes Back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I fully admit Hard. that it may be mainly due to nostalgia, but it's the Star Wars game that has left the biggest impression on me. And also, if my memories from when I was a nine-year-old kid serve, had a ton of great stages, like one in which you get to enter an ad at from the bottom, then work your way up and destroy it. That does sound kind of familiar. I remember, yeah, it like... Was a, it, was, it was good. It was like, yeah. like the movies, it was like... I think it was one of the best... Well, actually, Jedi is... Super Jedi is really good, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All three of those games were, really were very good. good, but super hard, too. Oh, yeah. Like, but guys, what about the Phantom Menace <laughs> game? Sit down. <laughs> super Published awesome. by JVC. Your hands are just sort of waving these... <laughs> Floppy mitts. I yeah, know. I don't understand what this is all about. With their seagull ring on her head, she looks like the biggest yeah. hippie in the universe. Hey, guys. Hey. Let's just chill. Uh, Shin mentioned one that I wish I'd re- remembered to bring up. Republic Commando is my all-time favorite. What was oh, that I've never one? played that. It was a first-person squad-based game. Yeah, mm-hmm. where you could, you could issue squads to your commandos who were... I can remember this was explained to me like, okay, they're all clone troopers, but by this time in the timeline, mm-hmm. like, uh, Django Fett was the template for, like, just the first batch of clones, but other clones 
were deviated. trained and based yeah. on other people and and took on the the uh, personalities and voices of those people, which is why all your troopers don't sound exactly like Tamora Morrison. So oh my God. <laughs> uh, I, I meant to bring this up. Uh, just going to take a couple seconds. Uh, the guy who was creative director on Star Wars Galaxies has been mm-hmm. writing blogs lately. Okay. And he Raph wrote, Coster? Uh, fuck, I don't remember his name. Okay. And I could be wrong about who he actually is in the project. All right. But the, the point was he was... Uh, the the problem was about Jedi's. Do you remember Galaxies coming out? Because I wasn't playing it with all yeah, my friends. Yeah, I, I actually worked on a Sony online entertainment magazine that had to wow. cover Galaxies in part. Yeah. And it's he talked about the problem of like we're set and we're stuck to the story point. Mm-hmm. So Jedi's are rare. Yeah, and that it was, was either to not include them or make them incredibly hard, incredibly incredibly rare. And he eventually gets to a point where like marketing says we need a Jedi by Christmas. We need Jedi by Christmas, and and if you remember that game, it was like no one knew you, no one knew you could or couldn't get to Jedi, right? And then one appeared, and like it was mythic. It was like Santa Claus. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. Well, I remember yeah. early on them talking about like you might see a Jedi or a Sith. Yeah. And I remember like running into a Sith on like I was playing on Corellia, mm-hmm. I think, and just like. Yeah, he just showed up in the middle of nowhere, and I, I, he killed me immediately, and I can't even get close to him to retrieve my shit. This you, fucking sucks. I don't want to go off to it, because I'm not remembering it very well, but if I gave you a link, would you link to it on the Video Game Apocalypse? It was a fascinating Maybe. read, and it's, it's sort of like, this has to be really hard. And then, like, the other, the pressure of this side is like, well, deadline's coming up, and, you know, we gotta sell this game by Christmas, and he's like, this has to be hard. It will, and it, but his, his line is like, I am the director of the game. This ruined the game, period. Like, when everybody discovered how to be a Jedi, it was awful. And so here's what we originally planned to do, and here's what ended up happening. And so uh-huh. overnight, everybody became a Jedi, everybody became overpowered, and anybody who walked in the game was immediately decimated. Oh, yeah. And it, the game became awful if you weren't Jedi. And we couldn't include it. It was, it was for, as a Star Wars fan, it was fascinating. As a gamer, it was fascinating. Uh, I forget a bunch of other stuff. But it, it, it I don't know. I wanted to plug that article. Mm-hmm. You look at me like I'm no. I'm just insane. I'm just remembering something from Galaxies. What? And just it's trapped in a brief memory hole, mm-hmm. uh, where like when I started the game, they they, they had professions. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. your oh, yeah. character could be uh, both a martial artist, which mm-hmm. mine was, and a dancer. Yeah. And yes. so you could earn money by dancing what? in cantinas, and then people would throw tips at you. And so I did a really. Like went into a, like a crowd of tough guys and started doing like this really effeminate dance, and this guy who looked like Bosk came up and said like, "Hey, your dancing's gay." <laughs> <laughs> and then you and, waved your hand like, "Your dancing's gay." Uh-huh, no, I, I I challenged him to a fist fight and I won. And like like it was and weird then he because had to have sex with you people no oh. no it was like I I he's like I don't really think it's gay I just wanted to pick a fight I'm like yeah me too this that, is fun that was, uh, <laughs> but the thing is like while we were fighting I remember people around the crowd kept like typing things like hey knock it off stop it this <laughs> is really dancing. dumb why are they fighting oh because one called the other gay because I guess it's not okay to be gay like I, I just remember, like, while my character's fighting, typing in, like, no, it's the sentiment. <laughs> and, like, like, why do you people care? This is PvP. This is what we're supposed to do. Right. The, the guy who was writing the Star Wars blog was talking about, like, we had to make this weird and people not, in a land before achievements, not not mm-hmm. allow them to realize they're 
fulfilling criteria towards becoming a Jedi. Right. Mm, and yeah. like and, and and part of that was like you need to dance at the highest point of the universe. The idea that like you could pick a dancer, but a dancer could become a Jedi. Yeah. But have you no idea yeah, you how to go know about what, it. What to do. Yeah, but there were certain things you were fulfilling and like it's a it was like it was like three thousand words and like completely fascinating. Uh-huh. Like, and you trans- transfer from that to the old republic, where it's like everyone gets to be a Jedi. But, that, you, but that's you a self-contained like, story. If, if, like if we were there in that storyline and everybody got to be a Jedi, it would make sense. Like yeah. it, it would make a lot more sense. So like we couldn't at this point in the storyline, nobody could be a Jedi, or everybody needed to be a Jedi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was—I don't know—it was, it was. I thought it was completely fascinating because building an online universe of that scope, I can't even imagine. I can imagine it have offer insight to a lot of different games. Not yep. that. Mm-hmm. Don't have any idea how to go about it. No. So anyway, Shin says Republic Commando is my all-time favorite. Oh yeah, it that's was where the we first were. shooter <laughs> to take me on a real emotional journey. And I think everything about the game is executed near perfectly. The squad controls, teammate banter, level design, core mechanics were all so perfect. Mm. I maintain to this day that it's the only game that I would score a 10 out of 10. Though wow. I admit, I, it wouldn't have the same impact on someone who isn't a rabid Star Wars fan. The Republic Commando novels written by Karen Travis are bloody brilliant too. They're genuinely good sci-fi, not just good for a licensed series. Wow. Um, one time I pooped a SNES cartridge <laughs> says personally Rogue Squadron 3 I had a GameCube growing up and this That's was good. the first Star Wars game I ever played those are great games that blows my I mind a little bit games. the on foot mechanics are hot street trash but the flying missions have aged very well and I think they set the bar for what a good Star Wars game should be also I estimate my brother and I must have put in at least 300 hours into the co-op and multiplayer with each other on that game I still play it on my GameCube once a week or so. Do recommend. And do you want to? Sure. Yeah. (laughs) You're getting us confused. Our (laughs) names are too similar. Such similar sounds. And Emmerich and Dan Lewis. Uh, Mercenary (laughs) Q says, for me, it has to be Knights of the Old Republic. Hey, Anne, that's one for you. It had everything I ever wanted from a Star Wars game. It was immersive, full of interesting characters and worlds. Uh, Plus, I finally got a meatbag who looks vaguely like me to use as a lightsaber. So childhood dream fulfilled. And an awesome twist. But to be fair, that's like one of the... What's a twist? One of the most generic, like, my favorite Star Wars games is KOTOR. But I don't care. I love that game. And I would probably play it again today. Oh, moan for Stallone. I love this guy. Mostly because Chris likes to show me his Instagram pictures a lot. I do? Yeah, you've just like six times. You're All like, right. look at this. He's great. Uh, moan for Stallone says, I still remember Christmas break circa 1994 and spending my days flipping through the most recent issue of EGM's yearly buyer's guide and seeing ads for Super Return of the Jedi. Having pretty cool parents, they noticed all hints I was dropping and got it for me for Christmas. While not the best Star Wars game, it's my favorite, though, and it holds sentimental value for me, as do EGM's buyer's guides of old. <laughs> me too, me too. Uh, every service merchandise in Montgomery Ward that would open oh, up man. came with a Super NES buyer's guide. Holy shit, I still have mine memorized. Uh, Raccoon Hail also says Rogue Squadron for the N64. Mm. Uh, Tris Antista. Oh my god, that's the best! What? This account was made for me. It's Tris <laughs> with your face photoshopped onto her. <laughs> oh, Tris Antista, I love you. Uh, KOTOR comes close, but the game I've put the most time into mm. and had the most fun with is Battlefront 2. 
It was one of the earliest multiplayer games I played with friends. Hmm. That and I never said that, but the demo for that game so came exclusively with the <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh, we're looking at uh, um, tri- Trisantista's the demo for that game. <laughs> That's good. It's just, it's just Chris's face. The right. demo for Battlefront Two debuted exclusively. Horrifying. Looks uh, sort of like I'm what's aroused. his face from Infamous Se- Second Son. They debuted the demo for that game debuted exclusively on the Star Wars uh, DVDs. Mm-hmm. And if you had an oh, Xbox, yeah. you the demo That's came on. Right, the disc. it right. did. Yep. Holy cow. Um, Republic Commandos is a I am um, I'm alive OMG. <gasps> you never got a sequel. Um, but you will never ever save Sev. Oh. Poor Sev. I don't Seb. get it. KG fan. I love just about any Star Wars game I've played. So I'm gonna go with the Jedi Knight series. Come on. So good. Um, yes. uh, which which would be Dark Forces two. I guess is that the start of the Jedi Knight series? Yeah, it was yeah. Dark Forces, then Dark Forces two Jedi Knight, then Jedi Knight Two, then God, Jedi I love Academy. Dark Forces. Um what surprised me about uh, playing it for the first time a couple of years back is how uh, fun it managed to be despite being really old with dated, dare I say, N64 level or a bit better graphics. Uh, it had a really good story, in my opinion. Uh, even even in the live-action cutscenes, um, had some bad yet enjoyable acting in them. Really uh, really made me come to love Kyle Katarn. Yes. Yeah, baby. Um, better than the first Dark Forces game on DOS, which is my second game on DOS, period. Uh, mm-hmm. Dark Forces. That was I, that was a huge game for me because yeah. we were all like, "Oh yeah. my god, it's Doom!" But yeah. it's real Star Wars. It's well, not I, the total I, it conversion. It was the first first-person shooter game I played where you could jump. I, I, oh, yeah. I, I, my, like I said it last mm-hmm. week. I don't think anybody picked up on it, but press X to jump meant press the X key on the keyboard <laughs> to <laughs> jump. Uh, like that was the first. Well, somewhere out there is an adorable video of John Pertwee, who I think is like the third Doctor he Who. He is the third Doctor. Well yes. done. And he's playing Dark Forces as you know, <laughs> as a very old man, and so he's just like, "Oh, look at this! It's Darth Vader!" Like the the Death Star gunners with the no, Vader S helmet. I did Shakespeare with David Prowse. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Corey Noob says Jedi Knight Two, Jedi Outcast, which I've not played ever. Um, wow, decent should. single player. Some of the, the most fun I've ever had is just picking up stormtroopers with a force choke and dropping them off walkways in Cloud City. That does sound like a lot of fun. <laughs> yes. Uh, Tranquil Best 22 <laughs> says, So I have two favorite Star Wars games The first is Star Wars Battlefront 2 This was a game uh, that defined the latter years of my childhood As all of my friends and I were still On the episode 3 hype train Well after the film's release Countless nights and social gatherings Made it uh, made the game made the game of choice For us Our favorite game mode was Hero Villain in Maz Eisley That pitted ten- the franchise's characters Against uh, each other the majority of us ended up playing the Yoda as Yoda or Django Fett. Uh, oh, to be ten years old again, and I feel oldish um, <laughs> once again. My second favorite Star Wars game is Lego Star Wars: The Complete Saga, which I do think deserves some love. Uh, that, that's, that's me talking right now, Tranquil Bez. Nobody has said that yet, but yeah, I was kind of surprised. I thought somebody would. I think they should. The, Those the, games are really fun. I think Lego has worn out its charm, but they're like. As I a, don't know that I hmm. agree with that. I well, hold on, like as I played the Marvel and the DC stuff, when they start talking, I like it a lot less. I don't know the, the comedy I mean, and the, the comedy in the voiceless Lego Star Wars games is so pure and so great. It's very good. It's mm-hmm. so good. Uh, like yeah. I, I honestly recommend. Even like the the like I didn't have any affection for Star Wars one or one through three, but I'd seen the movies and played the game. Like this is hilarious. This is great. This doesn't deserve to have any 
reverie around it. Mm-hmm. And this game did that, and I like this. this I really, great. really wanted to like the Lego movie. Um, I it fell apart like at, the, at the very last, the very last sequence. I fell asleep. <laughs> I, I, something I fell asleep for like 20 minutes, no like right in the middle. And then the I last, woke up the last bit of it seemed like, seemed like a commercial starring Will Ferrell. <laughs> so, yeah, it I don't seemed know. like something I, that would air in the like... 80s. I want to see tracking lines, full screen, uh, uh, <laughs> like the realization. 30 seconds. I feel like that movie yeah, was so... Yeah, these are to play with. You're right, son. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was so, so overhyped for me. And then I. I also fucking hated that song. Everything is awesome. Oh, I you really were supposed that. to. That song is I great. I cannot stand it. was a that horrible song. earworm, oh, courtesy God, of Tegan and Sarah. Whoa, yes. Rocket Baby Nate Star I Wars. I like Tegan and Sarah. Star Wars for Game hated Boy. So much uh, nostalgia retro action. Oh, wow, yeah. I've got uh, that cartridge somewhere. Must look out for that. If you got that cartridge, baby, I got that manual. I believe Capcom published <laughs> that, and I raided their manual cabinet and stole a bunch of shit. Uh, I have that manual for sure. Um, Curious Quail, I've got a soft spot for TIE Fighter, the collector CD-ROM edition with all the expansions. was not only insanely well done for uh, from a gameplay standpoint, but the story was really compelling, and while I'm excited about the new films, we'll adapt a brand new canon. There's a part of me that's really sad that uh, we'll not get to see the Grand Admiral Thrawn on the big screen. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, Aaron Baba, I'm going to read just because it's Tyler Wilde cyberpunk. It looks awesome. <laughs> the reluctant uh, Canadian Robocop. Um, Cybler Wild. Cybler Wild. Cyber um, Jesus. While not perfect, I love Star Wars Bounty Hunter. Does anybody know what that is? Yeah, that's the Django Fett game that was made for GameCube. Ooh. Um, ooh. Uh, but it the wasn't game, amazing. It the was game Max Payne. Django Fett, he described it. I should have, shouldn't even asked. Mm-hmm. On a galaxy-spanning job to kill a Sith apprentice, then ultimately leading uh, to Count Doku hiring him as the basis for the clone troopers. The story itself beat everything in the prequels while also giving you access to uh, Fett's ridiculous arsenal. It was a pre-team's Fett wet dream. <laughs> Fett wet dream. Come Fett. on. Wet Fet Dream. I, I'd just go with Fet Dream, but, you know, yeah. that's not as immediately evocative. Don't edit his response. Why not? Um, had all the same issues as a bad PS2 game could have. Bad checkpoints and a lot of repetition. But I still loved it. Fun fact, the Slave One ship in the Fet family is basically a space fire truck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and Trish Kittable says, uh, Super Star Wars. I don't actually play Star Wars games. And you're fired! Um, <laughs> you're fired as a listener. Yes. I'm, I'm still waiting for somebody to say uh, Masters of Terrace Cassie or... That wasn't uh, anyone's favorite. We, we, I, I was at GamePro when we reviewed that, mm-hmm. and it was a massive fight where literally half the audience felt it was a five point... Half the, uh, the office was like... like five like, out of five? Five out of five. Great, greatest game ever. Really? And then everybody else was like, this well, is garbage and you can't see then, it. Like, it, got, it. It got numerous covers for years. Well, yeah, it because was, it was a Star Wars fighting was, game. Yeah. It was, oh my God, it's Tekken, but it's Star Wars. So there was... A lot of the people were into it. They were like, but it's Star Wars. Furthermore, you know? Dan, the life bars were lightsabers. Yes, I know. And right? I, it's like all those little When things. I saw that, I'm like, this is this has to be the greatest thing of all time. I can fight as Han Solo. Yes. With <laughs> Han Solo can fight Chewie. Why would they do that? I don't oh, care, no. but I want to. Or, oh, my God. Not very good. Yeah. Asher says, Star Wars Episode One Racer was awesome. He's not wrong. I just played it again a couple weeks ago for the first time in maybe 10 years, it's and good. it was still a lot of fun. But I had to stop because it hurt my thumb so fucking bad. This it's super bomb this, bad. No, nah. not that one. No, no. The episode no. one race was on like super bomb, bomb bad. bad. Ah, yes. <laughs> nice. I'm the only one that hasn't been drinking heavily. Uh, 
says, this just in, the N64 <laughs> controller is hot street trash. Second time we've seen the phrase so hot, hot street, street trash. trash. Uh, I'd love to know if anyone has any tips for making the stick less painful to use, because I really wanted to keep playing. Um, maybe put one of those little rubber uh, stick covers over it that they sell for modern consoles. I don't know. Oh, here we go. Stabby Joe says, Star Wars Masters of Terrace Kasi. Uh-oh! Oh, wait. That's the only Star Wars game I played. Okay, hypothetically, my favorite is Knights of the Old Republic because Bioware. I'll get Hypo- on- hypothetically, that's a safe uh, one. I'll get on that one then. Sorry. <laughs> No, that's that's a. Yeah, no bet. fair coaches are no, too good. No shadows of the empire. God, uh, I love, remember I that? Love that N64 yeah. as did Dash I, Rendar. Did I <laughs> Dash, Dash Rendar. Rendar? Is this yeah. the Han Solo clone? I mean, yeah. Dash Rendar with your Outrider, which is in no way an ex- a carbon copy of the Millennium a Falcon. Carbonite copy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Dan like said, bringing the drinking. dad jokes. This yeah. is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> This might be super high in alcohol content. <laughs> mm. Why do you keep taking it away from me? Yeah. I'm just curious. So you I have an away. early meeting Anne, tomorrow. Anne tracks her Hellboy Rogue Ale. Right <laughs> of doom. Yep. And you, you guys keep talking about yeah, it. Yeah, sorry. What else you got? Uh, DJ Floyd says, The Force Unleashed, using the Force in a way that Jedi were never allowed to. The I Star- was when somebody would mention that. The Star Wars Trilogy arcade console... I enjoyed being able to beat the game without having to add more cash to continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess the 32X version. Mm-hmm. Rogue Squadron 2 Rouge Leader. Oh no, Rouge Squadron <laughs> 2 Rouge, Rouge Leader. Leader. Uh, just like Henry, I could play that first stage racing down the Death Star Trench all the time. Mm. So, new question of the week. What's your most embarrassing piece of fan art? I think everybody's Ooh. drawn a piece of fan art at some point in their life. <laughs> Oh, and God. you're looking like you haven't, or have you? Well, I have. All right. I, I mentioned mine earlier. Yeah, me too. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you? She's now chewing on plastic. This has yeah. gone way it's down. A wonderful hill. garbage mess. Don't right. swallow mm-hmm. the plastic. Mm-hmm. It, it, <laughs> this is why I cut it up. God. <laughs> we're, we're watching what happens to seagulls using with beer no, can rings like right in front throat, of us. They don't chew on it. No, that's true. Um, so mine is probably an envelope that I sent to EGM way back in the day where I, no, they didn't publish it, but I made it on my computer, back, on my Mac back in the early 90s using, uh, I want to say Painter or something like that for, yeah. for Mac, yeah. Um, but it was, and very badly printed out, I might add, and then colored by hand, but it was uh, Sub-Zero hosting a cooking show where the main ingredient was Sushi X's... Sushi X being their uh, code, you know, ninja guy. Uh, Sushi X's severed head with the spine poking out and looking very shocked. And it was very fucking anime, and I put in some Japanese, which I was studying at the time. Uh, and it was the mo- possibly the most weeaboo thing I've ever done about a Mortal <laughs> Kombat a character. highly Western game. Right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Do you also have a favorite piece of fan art, though? That I've done? Because uh, Anne has done one, or... and she'd like to have an excuse to bring it up. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, favorite or most embarrassing? Uh, Either way. Uh, my favorite is the one you won't even look at. It's the uh, the narrator and singer of Robin Hood sucking on Robin Hood. I hate shows. you. I hate uh, you so it's, much. It's such a good You keep trying to get me to look at it. And it's like that dick game where you put your hand with the little circle and your dick and you get punched in the arm. Never played that with you. Just wanted you to see Robin Hood's toes getting sucked. I don't by a cop like it. Who's a rooster? I don't 
like it. Good lolly, good lolly, good lolly, what a guy. Why do you want to ruin that for me? I don't. I don't want to ruin that for you. Who's you the guy? Do. Who a nice Robin Hood statue? You did. Yes, I want to keep. Hi, I'm so, Roger it's Miller. It's signed, and it's one of my favorite things yes. ever. Yes, so that gives me license to make fun of it in any way I want to torture you. You're the worst. I am the best big brother you've never had. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's also something I would say to any big brother yes. I had. But I'm the oldest of four, so... Yeah. Back at <laughs> you were sitting on the chair and I like dumped you over and Dan gave me a look like what the fuck man I'm like I do that to Ann all the time. I'm, so, <laughs> I'm sorry I, don't I know expected what it is. decorum in this house I, I come home I come home every day and find a reason to mess with Ann I don't know why that happened fan art drunks oh, all yeah. right sorry I'm drunk <laughs> this beer is very big what's your favorite fan art Ann. Oh, well, my least, my, my most embarrassing was the one I brought up earlier, which is I, I had like a beautiful purple trapple, trapper keeper that I uh-huh. covered in doodles of green arrow with like crayon and those shitty markers. It was really, they really good. good. No, mm-hmm. they didn't. It wasn't, they weren't the smelly kind. Mm. But my favorite was not by me, but it was, um, so Boxing Marco is a beautiful Be- human being. Yes. Who drew me as Spider-Man, but Spider-Man. No. Not Anne. Not my Spider-Man. I framed it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like like a little, like just a... Binder paper drawing. Oh, excuse me. Boxing I, Marco, Spider-Man is a boy and will be drawn as Hey, such. hey, <laughs> shut up. It was beautiful. It was really good and it made me so happy inside. Aww. And I framed it and I kept it on my desk at home for so long. And now it's in storage because I don't really have a lot of space. But I swear, as soon as I have space to put it again, I'm going to... Ha- it's so... It's, I love it. It's one of my favorite things. So that's... Mm. You know. My favorite piece of fan art is everything on DeviantArt that um, I didn't. Chris I, the Hedgehog? No. <laughs> it, it happened. Oh, uh, I did that. Oh, God. It no. was, oh, wait. I'm going to look up Dan the don't, Hedgehog. Don't do not look be, up Dan the there Hedgehog. There should be something Dan you've done. It was not that I've done, but like the idea that look up any character and the word fat next to it. Not only will you find them like absorbently corpulent, which uh-huh. was a yeah, here's really a, fun here's way to say that. a little secret. As uh, I've said before, you don't even have to include the word fat. You don't. Just <laughs> you do a Google image search. So it will come it. up on the first but page. If you search yeah. the word fat, you'll not only see the fat ones, but some that show the process of a Chun-Li with a feeding tube forced in her face to get fatter. Uh, not sure what's happening over that there. That is a fetish I will never but understand. I, I what Fat guys need love too, Michael. Look at me. Okay, so Dan the Hedgehog pulls up <laughs> a lot of fucking a nerve, lot of man. image Holy results shit. for Dante the Hedgehog, oh, which good. is just Dante. Good. I'm glad that I know. as a Hedgehog. Dante the Hedgehog. You need, Dante. Dante, you need to throw your hat over the fence, Dante. Or an actual <laughs> picture of a hedgehog sitting in grass. <laughs> yes. Are you sure that's not me, Dan the literal Hedgehog? <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, that's that's what an actual hedgehog nice. looks like. Well, that's because it is an actual, and it is an actual hedgehog. hedgehog. Chris the hedgehog is just me with the back hair. Oh, perm. I love yeah. deviant art so much. I am a, I am a terrible visual artist. Are you? Uh, yeah, I, I'm not good at drawing. Uh, is that so what I generally, with cat? yeah, cat. My wife mm-hmm. is a fantastic. She can draw. She can uh, do video. She can. Uh, she, she takes beautiful pictures. pictures. Amazing photography. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I actually I cannot remember doing any fan art that. 
uh, like either I've blocked it out or whatever. There are people that have done fan art for me, dude. You made the, the but, NBA Jam cabinet you walked around with. Okay, uh, that's true. That's that was, true. That is I did, art. Yeah. Then fan art. I suppose so. I, I my Halloween costume one year was an NBA, NBA Jam, Jam machine. Hmm. I'm an NBA hang time. Thank hang you. Very much. <laughs> uh, but I did do. Yeah, I, I was an NBA Jam machine, complete with a joystick and buttons and the whole thing for. Uh, for but there's a guy named Brian Ward. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You know Brian Ward. And he did Brian you as Garfield Ward, recently. He did me as Garfield because I made the mistake of saying like, <laughs> "Oh man, I, I really like Monday is tough this week." And he's like, "Well, here you go." So he like, yeah, morphed me to. He's Damn done me you. as like, he's done all kinds of strange things. He he made me as a literal rocksmith hammering out <laughs> like over an anvil this glowing metal guitar with That's a Van awesome. Halen shirt on a and musical everything. alchemist yeah like he's I think he's done like 30 different things he actually had at one point one of photoshop.blogspot.com where he was just uploading all the jokes that he was yes. making oh, um, yeah. I've actually people like do you know graphic designer Brian Ward yeah he's the fastest he's, human being in the universe he's amazing so uh, Brian E. Ward if you have to look yes. graboids baby yeah because um, he did that you're like uh, you, you put that up and like look how fast Brian Ward did this oh yeah like, Brian doesn't do that for me at all and then I looked at my cover photo I'm like that's the speed racer thing he did for me yeah. in Halloween and he did it like in one second yeah and he's like, uh, my understanding is that he's extremely talented and very bored at his real job <laughs> so um, yeah so I mean like it's I've kind of been I've been very flattered to be the subject of other people's fan art but I I suck at making fan mm. art I just you know I suppose Palette Swap Ninja is fan art in its own weird musical way, but uh, certainly nothing visual, nothing that I can draw. Okay, Even so when you were a kid, though, you never did, like, Atari <gasps> Force drawings in your notebook? Oh, I'm or... sure I did I did some sort of... I'm uh, Like, you know, I would draw Pac-Man and try mm-hmm. to, you know... like, I, But it was all that kind of stuff. It was, it was really, like, coin-op-oriented stuff, drawing, like, Galaga ships on things and stuff. But that's just... <laughs> like on your teacher's forehead? That's... Uh, <laughs> Play it loud, lady! <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I just, uh, you know, just sort of... Goofing around this is on where that Dan stuff, reveals but... he's behind the recent Joker reveal. Yeah, that was my great piece of fan art. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just like it says on my arm. With that you know Joker he's demented because it says it on his forehead. <laughs> the thing that bothers me Subtlety the most. is dead. I wanted. I, I couldn't find it, but I wanted to find the He-Man costume I wore in 1982. That was He-Man's mask and a, a wet smock that said He-Man and had a picture of He-Man on it. Like, that's what Jared Letter's Joker looks like. Yeah, he doesn't look so much like the Joker as a fan of the Joker. Creeps See, me I've, out how buff. That is. is a Dana Gould joke, by I the mean, way. I, yeah, I've I've built costumes. Cat and I have built you know costumes and stuff like that. So if you consider that to be fan art, like you know, I've got a full Ghostbusters outfit where we built the whole Immaculate. proton pack. You know. Uh, which finally DM died or... after 12 years. Did it really? Yeah, I, I put it out to pasture, and while You're, I was in that... L.A., I found a, a legitimate effects dude that was like, yeah, man, I'll build you. I love building those things. So I I, I took some of the profits from, from the book, and that's what I invested Aww. in is I have a, a really proper photo with lights and sounds and everything. Of you in the, in the graveyard falling up against the tipped-over <laughs> tombstone is my some one of my favorite things in the universe. Cat it made that for us. Always so makes me laugh. Yeah. I need to see it in bigger than 300 That was shot in coma. There's a legit, that was a legitimate headstone that had just sort of sunken and fallen over like 15 degrees. And Dan's pretending to fall into it with a yeah, like, Oh, God, costume. what am I doing? You know. <laughs> and everybody's reacting to it, but it looks great. You're kicking your leg out in just the right way. Uh, yeah. Technically, nice. I have done some fan art that I'm actually really... But it's, I, I don't really think of it as fan... So I recently, as in like last year, two years ago, got really into Photoshopping things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my thing is that I either Photoshop my former boss, Gary, mm-hmm. onto stuff, That's or good. I Photoshop my coworker, Stone, onto things. That's right. also very good. So one of my most 
proud moments. They seem like moments. the best because they're always posting face forward, full oh, front yeah. selfies. Right, of exactly. It's yeah. so it's so easy to just take one of their selfies mm-hmm. and and use it. So one of my favorite things that I've ever done in my whole life was take this <laughs> one picture of Stone and Photoshop this face onto every member of the Avengers. <laughs> I call them the Stone Avengers, and if you tweet at me, I will send you all of them. Because I am very proud of these, especially Captain America, which took me a long-ass time to do. But I'm so, so, so proud with the way he, of the way he turned out. So I'm very happy oh, and to share I those. Say, and I tweet them at every possible chance I get. Answer nice. this in the forums and then post a fucking picture. Oh, yeah. Over there. Please. Yeah, you so have absolutely. a picture. Post oh, yeah, please. Mm-hmm. If I can find it, I'll even post a picture of what I just remembered is my favorite piece of fan art that I've done, which was uh, characters from Bone as, again, Mortal Kombat characters. <laughs> I did that in, like, 10th uh, awesome. grade. Yeah. It's, Dude, that's really... Man, I really want to see <laughs> that. I really like that idea. I just copied the poses from the comic, what? which is not the same as tracing. Right. I did it while looking at a, I freehanded it while looking at a picture, oh, and not just tracing reference. over. I want to give a shout out exactly. to Omar, uh, Omar in the face, uh, the laser time. Facebook Omar's group. coming. Did you? <laughs> that's why I referenced. Not appropriate right now, given sorry. what's happening in Baltimore. Uh, oh, but, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, Shit. it's not your fault. Uh, the wire is great, uh, but he wire posted a, a really show. good fan, and you in particular in this this photo look awesome, Michael. You haven't yeah. seen it yet. But yeah, go to the Later Time uh, Podcast Facebook group. Uh, that's on Facebook. All right. Is awesome. it? Wait, which Facebook group <laughs> is that? Up, is that the, is that the official one or the yeah. fan one? Well, there is no official one. But there's an official like a page for us. There's a group oh, uh, for okay. people to talk in. Well, again, uh, if, if you have an embarrassing or favorite piece of fan art that you've done. Uh, I want to see it. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. Post it if you still have it. You know, does post it have to be it. game fan art? Um, no. no, not necessarily. Preferably, but not necessarily. Rocco's Modern Life is welcome. Yes, fine. Because I want to see whatever boxing Marco's got, and I know he usually does comic fan art. <laughs> oh, okay, that's true. He's that's a true. really good artist. No though. man, he's great. Yeah, I still have his uh, God of War caricature that he did. Oh, me too. Oh, that was really good. Yeah. One of me with no pants. Oh, uh-huh, yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yes, go there. LaserTimePodcast.com slash forums. First person to answer while starting the thread gets read first on next week's show. Otherwise, you can, if you don't have it anymore and you just really wanted to tell us about it or there's a funny story about it, go into the comments, post there. Uh, under, under ep- what? We won't be reading those. We, we just read several this oh, week. They won't have pictures, so they won't be read. Uh, maybe. <laughs> but if, if they tell us <laughs> yeah, about them, sure. Just we need label to read the pictures Q- on, the, on the internet. Just right? label it QOTW because more and more people are using the comments for actual comments. So <laughs> it can be difficult what? to pick out the, the question of the week answers. Here. Um, I just did. Um, So anyway, yes, please do that. And in the meantime, let's go out on some plugs. Uh, Dan, you're the guest. Is there anything you'd like to tell the listeners about? There's all kinds of things that I'm plugging like crazy. All right, Um, let's hear them. If you are interested in video games and you want to know what you have to do to get a job, uh, maybe, Chris, you could use a copy of this book. Uh, Uh, Don't need one anymore. Uh, yeah, there Terrible used to be this career called Video Game uh, Reviewer, and uh, if you wanted to do it, then uh, people used to ask me how, so I wrote a book called Critical Path, How it's to Review Video Games for Living. Now you could write one that's one sentence. Let's it's get a YouTube account. Book. Yeah, yeah, be a YouTuber. Don't do this anymore. But it is an excellent guide to be... Like, it's a I love super it. good book. Yeah, I, I only read half of it, but like... <laughs> 
don't worry, keep working, you'll get more words. Just keep practicing. Uh, <laughs> I never want to review something as long as I live. Words am hard, Dan. Words am hard. Uh, so yeah, that's... Uh, no, I'm a dick joke smithy. I don't need that shit. <laughs> that's criticalpathbook.com. Uh, if you like video game jokey songs, my fan art is available at palettswapninja.com. Uh, we have uh, 10 or 11 songs that are free to download. Everything from songs about Viva Pinata. Uh, up to our most recent release, which was why you should not trade in games at GameStop because those bastards rip you off. Which nobody's heard that one. Uh, it's called uh, Major Ripoff uh, Trade Ins Blow. Uh, and just mo- nobody's heard that. Like we released it like two years ago. As like, I feel a like I've heard gap. it. Yeah. Well, you probably have because you're a big nerd, and I probably said, "Hey, look, I finally did another Palace Swap thing." Never so, tell uh, me when you're doing. Things. Right now, Jude and I, uh, Jude Kelly, is the other half of Palace Swap Ninja. He's out in Boston. He's a legitimate research scientist. Uh, he and I are working on a big project, which will uh, come out later this year. We will finally have new music. You know, I just realized I should have. Uh, I should play one of your songs in the break. Feel free. That's cool. If that's cool with you. Yes. Is there one you'd prefer I use? Uh, Arcade Gaming Shrine and Halo All I Playo are our big hits, and I'm using finger quotes, uh, but those okay. are the ones that kind of came out the best. Although Viva Pinata is very cute too. That's I true. love it. I also like the one we were on, Chris and I. Uh, Learn to spell. Learn to yes. spell. Learn to spell. You guys are the uh, are the chorus of Learn to Spell, screaming in my garage in South San Francisco while I conducted from the stairs, and I had mics around the room so that you guys would. Favorite Dude, line, it sometimes it's doesn't need an apostrophe. Yes. It's I before E, except after C, and sometimes it's does not need an apostrophe. You had to say does one. not, because otherwise you'd ruin your fucking grammar song. That's right. Oh, no, I mean, don't, <laughs> don't think that that was... Would have flowed better with don't need an apostrophe. Palette Swap Ninja songs are handcrafted <laughs> when it comes to lyrics. You have no idea how much I sweat the details. But that's the thing. It's like, oh, we can't get this wrong or else uh, crucified, you know. Um, yes, uh, I love Palace Hot Ninja. Can't Thanks. wait. Can't wait for more. Hopefully, you'll do some more. Uh, yeah, we got something mm-hmm. coming this year, and Please. it's it's our big thing. We've been talking about it for two years. We've been working on it it's for two rad years. As we've fuck. we've been not talking about it for two years, but we're finally gonna be out there, and you're gonna hear it this year. And uh, boy, howdy, I think everybody's gonna like so it. So very excited. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, my plug is I'm so excited. Wait, wait. Let Anne go first because I know go hers are gonna be short. Oh, <laughs> uh, is. I'm drunk at yeah. twitter.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm, I'm a person on Twitter. What's your name on Twitter? Anne? At at BDR Ann Lewis. Bitter Ann Lewis. Hit me up if A, you want to talk about butts, B, you want to talk about Hellblazer, or C, you want to see my rad photoshops. Because I have so, so many, including Gary, my former boss, as Kermit the Frog in his gif where he waves his arms and flails off stage. Oh, I was nice. very happy That was a really good one. That. I really like Thank that Thank you. I love Thank that one. Thank you. I can do that for you, too. Please do. Okay. I go with my SIG in the forums. All right, Chris, go. Uh, next week's Laser Time is uh, all about Dan Amrick. And why don't I just ruin it? Uh, what? It's called a pre-sell, really. Uh, uh, bad Beatles covers? We got them. Uh, bad Beatles next week. covers. Uh, but I'm so excited for that it's one. It's really fucking fun. It's all on Dan. He... Handled everything for the most part. Uh, seriously, thank you, man. You, that was great. You are you are a delight. It's awesome to have you here. It was great to have you there. Uh, enough enough lading, Dan. I guess because everybody's quiet. Oh yeah, um, you are. But uh, this week uh, we're streaming mostly Avengers games. We streamed the PT demo before it was gone, uh, and we we're also uh, uh, 
What Dan? What's the first Avengers game you can remember? Uh, it's an arcade game. Imagine Captain America and the Avengers. And the Avengers. No! From Data East, a four-player. Uh, yes, you stupid men! All those great quotes you used to hear in talk radars were all from that stupid game. No, you, no, no, I can't move. You stupid <laughs> men! But we should be doing them all week with me and uh, Hey Now Hank Gilbert. Um, very scary. Yeah, but uh, YouTube.com/slash/LaserTimeNetwork and Twitch.tv twitch.tv slash laser time you can find those there every day at 3 or archived on YouTube nice and you can follow the show as always on Twitter at VG Apocalypse oh, wanted to thank Phil Kohler for coming on Cape Crisis last week ah, that was yeah. great yeah cool that was great Hello, maybe he'll come on here someday probably you gotta not. ask him he's yeah. really he's really weird about that oh okay he, he won't just read <laughs> yeah, my mind yeah he's really weird you have to actually appear. ask is it an Phil? open invitation Kohler <laughs> on Twitter why weren't you at my house when I got here sorry P. Kohler, why don't you just live here? P. Kohler. He's great. Can I, I just, that. you know, pour some salt on the floor and summon him? <laughs> Read his name super fast. It, sound, it, it looks like... Rise! It looks like that pickler. salt was how you warded off demons. <laughs> well, you have to, you have to make the circle so they don't escape until you let them. <laughs> Sorry, I only get these things from the few episodes of Supernatural I've seen. Uh, Come so, on, Dean. Yes, follow us on Twitter <laughs> at VG Apocalypse. Uh, when, when the show goes up, that's the first place I post about it. So it's the, the next best thing to hitting F5. Uh, follow me personally on Twitter at Wikiparas, and I will very occasionally say interesting, amusing, or stupid things. Mostly stupid. But that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next week. These are the new releases, the releasing new release.